It's still Thursday, January 5th, and Hell you're tuned yeah. in to the Jenny B Podcast. I'm Vince. Uh, I'm Anthony. And this is the Geek Sheet Culture Show. We're talking about all the cool things in the world. Except on this show, we judge all the cool things judge. that happen yeah, exactly. in the world. In the past year, because this is the episode you've all been waiting for, it's the end of the year award show. Let's break it down. We have a category. We have multiple categories. We have multiple categories. If you've been here before, they're the same categories. If you listened to the previous episode with the listener awards, they're the same, same categories. categories. The only difference is Anthony and I have to bring one winner and one runner-up as nominations to win. And we have to decide between us who wins. Absolutely. But there's a wild card. Absolutely. <laughs> if we cannot come to a conclusion, if we cannot come to a decision, I hate this part. our producer TJ will get to choose. And not only does he get to choose from anything we've picked... He can just pick his own shit. If he doesn't like anything we picked, he can just throw in a curveball, and then we're fucked. Yeah, then we regret all our and choices. We're like, Why did we do this? Why did we got to butt heads so hard? God damn. God damn. But I was right. You, uh, whatever DJ picks and it sucks is your fault. Just preemptively. Based on the last episode. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. I went for the people's choice. Yeah, you're wrong. That's People I mean. asked for it. And you took you took away their choice, Anthony. <laughs> no, you took away the their people. Freedom. Also chose the other one that I picked. No, they didn't. They chose they it. They just thought they chose it. No, <laughs> you think I influenced them yeah. into choosing it? Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. That's but you are. I don't think so. That's what you are. I'm an influencer. Yeah. Hell yeah. Where's my residuals, kid? <laughs> Where's my? <laughs> <sighs> okay, but. We have a bunch of topics. Do you want to you want to run through quickly what the topics are and explain them if they need explaining? Absolutely. So it's fairly straightforward. Nothing new here. We got our first category being hottest female, mm-hmm. lady that made you weak knees, male crush of the year, the man that gave you the tingly feelings in the pants. Exactly. Our most underappreciated. You know that thing that just flew by. Mm-hmm. The hipster award. I like yeah. to call it. Based. Disappointment of the year, pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Late to the party, this is fun. This is the one where, well, let's say, uh, you're just catching up. Yeah, something that came out not in 2022. Yeah, and you just experienced now, and you're like, you know what, that was sick. Mm-hmm. Best Maymay. Well, we all know what Maymays are. Good old Maymays. Mm-hmm. Good old Maymays. Best surprise, of course. Again, self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Never got around to it. That thing that you really wanted to do this year, we but just, just never got around just to didn't it. Didn't happen. Then the contentious awards. Song of the year, TV show of the year, movie of the year, mm. game of the year, gamer of and the year. And then finally, when we collected all our winners from the previous categories, mm-hmm. we used them as a final set of nominees to decide the best of the year. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's how these awards go. And at the end of the awards, we uh, will have a little roundup, a little... We'll talk huh. about how I was right and Vince was wrong, but we somehow still picked his pick or something like that. Well, that's how it usually works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, will, we, will, we will reflect on the year that's gone by, right. look forward to 2023, and I believe we have a question or two to chew on. Okay. Right. Sounds good? Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's kick it off. Hottest female. So how do we want to, Do we want to do runner-up, runner-up, and then finalist, finalist, or do we want to go... Sure, let's do runner up. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Runner up. Runner up. Finalist. Finalist. All right, I'll go first. Yeah. My runner up for hottest female of the year yeah. is none other than the absolute hottie cutie patootie. Do not say Kylie Rae Jepsen. Michelle Yeoh. Oh from everything, my everywhere, goodness. all at once. You did not. God damn. You did not. Oh, baby. No. Whew. Wow. 
Get out. She cutie. No, she's she looking not. good. No, she's not. Listen, if she's tired of dating Swedish billionaires, ring me up. Or where the hell that F1 guy is that she's married to? Jean Tot? Yeah, I don't know. Some loser. I don't know. The, the man who brought Michael Schumacher his five Ferrari championships? Yeah, no one gives a shit. Right? No wow. All right? he's, he's some bum. He's not Michael Show Schumacher. your respect. If he was Miles I don't, know, I don't know how they met, though. Like, that's Probably a, some that, rich that's person a weird networking couple. event. Yeah. When I found out she was married to him, I'm like, what? That makes no sense. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. Yeah, but that's my runner-up. My runner-up is Michelle Yeoh. All right. My runner-up is a bit of a technicality. Okay. Because even um, though she was in many things this year, the reason I'm picking her is for a leaked photo from an upcoming movie of hers. I really thought this was going to go dark when you said leaked no, for a no, second. No. <laughs> she wore neon, was in rollerblades, and the colors of the 90s. Okay. It's Margot Robbie as Barbie. Oh, okay. I don't know if you remember those photos where yeah. she had like the, the onesie with the tights thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God damn. I don't know what's happening here, but... I'm feeling something. I am feeling something. So that you know, is that's my, a good pick. That is my runner up. That's a good pick. I know you're I know who you picking though. Oh, who are you picking? I know, I know who you picking. Who are you picking? So my winner, all right. Before you go, let's just, you know what you do who mine is. Mine is the impossible anime girl. It is Marin Kitagawa, and I know whoever you say cannot be hotter than her. Uh, listen. All right, I'm picking my my crush of the year. Uh-huh. All right. Park Eun Bin, what the 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 actress lady from Extraordinary Attorney? No, Woo. Whale Woo. Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. I understand oh why you pick her. I agree. I agree. She that girl is, so is cute. Very cute. She almost made it to my list, but this is the hottest female. Yeah, and that girl is one hundred percent cute, zero percent hot. But she made me weak in the knees. There's no way you're gonna tell me that that girl is hotter than Marin. I think she is no. better than Marin. You know no. Why? Because why? not only oh, she's not th- only is she cute. Do not throw the 3D girl thing But she's at also me. real. Wow. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. She's also real. Wow. Wow. Even though, even though the show's waifu is 2B. <laughs> I was going to say, like, how can okay. you – how are you going to do 2 how are you gonna do two B like that? Yeah, but look, bro, look at that smile. How are you gonna resist that smile? I like. I I just God admit damn. it. She's very cute. She's very cute. And even when she's not in that role, like just her, when I looked her up, she's just she's a good looking. Lady. Yeah, but you like you picked her for a woo. I did. You did pick her I for did. woo. She's a cutie. I am still picking Marin Kitagawa. <sighs> you know what? I feel like what's wrong? You want to throw it to the randomizer? <laughs> the randomizer. It's not the randomizer. That's crazy. Can't call him that. Dude's gonna pick up some South American chick, and we're gonna be Dude. like, "Damn, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" She ain't, bruh. She's real. I hate how bait she is, though. Like this is she. Her her design is the same reason I don't like your name. Okay. Where your name is just written really dumb to just. They're like, I have a bunch of sad ideas, and I'm just going to throw them in a movie. Okay. And they're not really going to make any sense. Okay. But this this girl is like, what if I took every weeb's dream, threw them in a 10, 11 out of 10, and then also made her, make her have like a really good personality, and she likes people for who they are on the inside? You've described <laughs> the hottest girl I've ever known. That, this person doesn't exist. You all, like her. You stats, have literally just described the perfect, most hottest girl in the world. Yeah, but 
Does, like, like that's so you are going crazy. against yourself if you don't pick her. That's so crazy. It's dude. crazy how hot she is. I know. <sighs> Come on, just say it. Just say it. That Park Yoon Bin is a fucking banger. God dang it. There is no denying that the Korean girl is cute. She's just not as hot. I guess if we're going to stick to the hotness, yeah, that technically works. It does work. I'm not I'm not happy about it. You don't have to be happy about it. I just need to win. I'm not happy about how I'm throwing this to the randomizer <laughs> kid. No, oh no, my no, no, god. No, no, no. I I I understand the appeal. Like this is one, okay, I I don't think I can throw it to the randomizer cuz I understand the appeal. I think the world understands this one. I think again, I think they're wrong. Wow. <laughs> Like, listen, if you like anime girls like we do, you're living in fantasy land. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But if you like this anime girl specifically, uh-huh. you're lost. You are lost to society. <laughs> Just give up. All right? Just buy a Miku figurine and marry that shit. Same thing. I support this. <laughs> I support you if that is what you want to do with your life. I don't. I do. All right, we can give it the fucking fake ass. It is. Fake bitch. Thank you. I'm not even going to make her damn. best of the year. No. <laughs> We're throwing it to the randomizer. I'm taking it back. No. <laughs> All right. All right. Male crush. Male crush. Who's your runner up? My runner up is uh, he's, he was a dark and mysterious figure. Okay. Batman? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, kind of gave it, kind of gave it away. Kind of gave it away. It was Robert Pattinson this year. I he, thought. He was a good looker. I thought he looked really well like especially in the suit with that jawline mm-hmm. holy smokes true batman has never looked so attractive to me he looked really good he looked and maybe it was the suit even out of the suit he had that like emo hair yeah. look going on i'm yeah. like is it coming back is that hey, look coming is that back the my chemical romance look? yeah like i why am i feeling things for this one you just look at him the black parade starts playing in your yeah, head I'm and like, like, oh, <laughs> i, I kind of dig it yeah uh so my runner-up is i so here's the thing i think this came out this year Okay. But I'm not, or at least it ended this year. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. Okay. It is Tengen Uzui from Ooh. Demon Slayer Season 2. Oh. It is my, my, my harem boy, Jewel Man. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. From the Vegas. I know who you're talking about. This my guy, man. Yeah, yeah. What, what a, what a man. What an absolute legend, this guy. Two swords, super heavy, then has three wives, always protects the ladies, and he's a looker. He's a good looking dude. Is that a tattoo on his face? It is. Okay. It is a tattoo on his face. And also, he knows nothing but opulence. This man is, he, he only knows how to be rich. He doesn't know, he, he doesn't take L's, all right? He only takes W's. I mean, he sounds- And a lot of those W's are women. Uh, I guess this man sounds pretty Sigma. He's a pretty Sigma male. It's kind of crazy. Right, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But who's your, who's your winner? Who's your winner? My winner, and you wouldn't have seen him, because I know you haven't seen the movie. Okay. Michael B. Jordan. So, Okay. I was thinking about Michael B, but I didn't know if he was in the movie that came out this year. He's in there, and okay. he looks exactly like he did in the first one. God damn. God he damn. got the hair. He got the body. He looks... Killmonger? Uh-huh. He's in the second movie? He is. Mm. And he's got, honestly, for the best reason, he's in the movie. He's taken over. He's the re- like. He's that. He's the part where I'm like, God damn, that was so clever to put him in the movie here. Is he, is he taking over Black Panther? No. Okay. No. He just when you maybe if you see it. I don't I will, I will never see it. You can just tell me if it's a, a thing. Okay. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. This shows heavy spoilers. Yeah. All right, we're going to spoil everything we talk about here. For so, sure. Get wrecked. Do you remember how when in the first Black Panther when 
T'Challa drinks the thing, he has to visit one of the previous Black Panthers. Yes. Like, an, and he's, his dad shows up. Mm-hmm. So in the new one, uh, Shuri is the Black Panther, the sister. Okay. And she's either expecting for T'Challa to show up, her dad. Yeah. Or sorry, her brother or T'Challa Cena, her dad. Okay. Killmonger shows up <gasps> and says, you're not like them. You're like you're like me. Hell yeah! And it breaks her. That's sick. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's like you're a you're a winner. Like you're a yeah. Like whatever. You don't belong here. Yeah, that's and it's just it's like one of the most in context. Like that's amazing. That's pretty sick. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Mine is uh it's kind of a left field pick. All right. Well, I guess it's not because of considering who it is. Okay. But in the movie, I'm picking Brad Pitt from Bullet Train. Oh. Interesting. I huh. thought that that movie encapsulated Brad Pitt in a really cool way where he was like the funny, charismatic kind of No, you're dude. right. I, I but like, also, yeah. he's like a big action star. Plus, he's good looking. He's got the long hair. He's got the scruff beard. He's kind of looking like a dilf. Yeah. No, I see it. Like, he seems... The thing is, in that movie, I get more... That man's cool. Yeah. Like, he's cool as fuck. Yeah. Because the hot guy in that movie... Is uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yes, true. Right, he is also with the stash. He's like he's the hot guy in that movie. Well, the English accent's always like a negative. So a negative? Yeah, it's in, like negative two points always. Excuse me. Yeah, English accent kind of sucks, <laughs> Dick. I don't to tell you what. Yes, yeah. get out. Of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> God damn, James Bond ought to shoot you. <laughs> But I I thought Brad Pitt was looking fine. You know, in that I, movie. I know Michael B. Jordan has won before, so I don't mind if like you want to be like, because I think Brad Pitt would be a cool pivot in terms of we've never really chosen a guy based off his cool factor. Yeah, and that hat, he I, he rocks the hat. I'm not gonna <laughs> like he he is the dad hat, but yeah. he kind of rocks it. Yeah, it also makes me yeah that also like solidifies like Brad Pitt can look good in, in anything. anything. Like he could do whatever the fuck he want. He could get a like a he can. Like, you know when people go bald on the top and it's yeah. like the crown? He could do that on purpose and probably still look good. Remains to be seen. I Remains don't know if I want to see know. that, but okay, sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm down for picking Brad Pitt. All right, yeah. I can I can do Brad Pitt. All right. Sounds good to me. Brad Pitt is our male crush of the year, I think. What a cool dude. It's what a cool, cool and hot dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Next up, <sighs> what do we got? Underappreciated. So I guess I would go first. Yeah, because you went first last time. My runner-up. All right, listen, and I know certain communities do appreciate this, but I don't think it was appreciated enough. Okay. Okay. Nike, goddess of victory. God okay. damn it. That is a pretty good gotcha game. All right. They do. A, they got hot girls. All right. They got like a lot of a lot of just titties in your face, which you know everyone loves. All right, male or female, we all love boobs, but also. The writing in that game is pretty good, especially for a gotcha game. They got some tearjerker storylines, especially for the past Christmas event. They have like every character you can like create relationships with, and they all have their own little quirks and stuff that'll make you want to pick best girl. I think that game has a lot more effort put into it than should be put into it, and it makes for a better gotcha game than most. Okay. I think that's a good. That's, I think that's under. More people need to play. Maybe not necessarily spend money on, but play Nikkei. If you're a weeb, you should be playing Nikkei. I'm a weeb. You should be playing Nikkei. I'm not playing Nikkei. You should be playing Nikkei. Um, I didn't like. So my picks this year for this category, I didn't really have that many to choose from because mm-hmm. I only play 
do cool things. <laughs> I want to do cool things, not a hipster. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I just picked the things that I thought I enjoyed the most that no one else does. Okay. So the first one is Richard Hammond's workshop. I don't think you've right. Have you heard? Have you, you heard? It? Talked about it on the show. Yeah, it does. It reminds me of like you know, uh, back in the Discovery Channel days when they had things like American Chopper, mm-hmm. uh, those type of shows, right? Mm-hmm. Or how many chairs are being thrown? Well, it doesn't see. It doesn't have that because it actually yeah, has yeah. more of the vibe of like a MythBusters. But they're not okay. busting. They're just they're just doing stuff. We're just doing stuff with cars, and I find that very. I don't know. Cause. Carthardic, 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 and it's just—it's just a nice thing for me to watch when I'm having dinner sometimes. Okay, so yeah, that's where I'm getting there. All right, my underappreciated of the year is jazz, like the entire music genre. No, no, it's uh the. I was like, no way you could pick that. It is the JD Beck and Domi album, not tight. So it is a new jazz album. By these two absolute le- listen, listen. I listen. I did Brockhampton before, and you didn't believe me, and they became like the biggest thing. All Brock right, Ham- Brockhampton weren't jazz. Yeah, they weren't jazz. They were rap. Yeah, I these know. guys are the Brockhampton of jazz. All right, are you telling me they're so big that they're going to become? I think they're going to bring jazz back into mainstream listening. Wow, or at least heavy jazz influence within mainstream music. Okay, and I say this because a they're backed by Anderson Pax label. Uh, on their album, they have tons of they have fucking Herbie Hancock sang on one of their songs as a collaboration, which is crazy. Yeah. But they also have one song is Buster Rhymes and Snoop Dogg in it. Oh. Anderson Pack and Mac DeMarco are also on the album. Uh, they've been pushed to. Uh, they had an NPR Tiny Desk concert. They were on. G- I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Like talk show. Like like they're getting all kinds of press, like all kinds of airtime, and I think just because it's jazz people are kind of like wary about it yeah and it's listen jazz i'm gonna i'm gonna out all the jazz heads out here jazz ain't that deep all right jazz ain't that deep not as deep as pop that's for sure i hate you (laughs) (laughs) but like it's it's just if it's if it if you like the way it sounds that's all you really need to know you don't need to understand the the underlying feeling of jazz man okay right you just gotta experience and like these kids are so fresh their sound is so good. I even saw them in concert, and it was even better than the album. It was insane. Uh, they're just super, super talented, and I think they deserve much more limelight. Wow. I might just go ahead and say you can have it because <laughs> my, because like you clearly care about this more than I care about mine. Because okay. mine is just an anime called Subiki Bisco. Oh, trigger not trigger. Yeah, but right. like I really don't care that much. Fair enough. Like it's just it's a cool anime that no one watched. That's it. All right. That's all. I mean, I had a cool girl in it with a sword, but she had a disease. She was constantly rusting. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Didn't they find like a mushroom to make it not rust or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a pretty cool concept. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think that they could get jazz into the younger generation again. Jazz? Yeah. Like ja- just jazz in general. Like it could just open up people to listening to jazz. And I think that's kind of Okay, we can't put jazz. Who's no, the, no, no. It's going to be, I'm going to say jd beck and domi are my jd beck and domi and d-o-m-i yes okay are my underappreciated yeah sure why not disappointment of the year oh here we go this is you first i, I got think. a good one yeah, yeah, yeah. my runner up <clears throat> you ready yeah monster Hunter rise sunbreak based absolutely <laughs> based monster dude. and i could even say monster hunter rise because the pc on, edition did come out this year came on pc and i played through that whole game and I and I played through that whole game on PC Rise in in January, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's the same shit. 
if I'm feeling kind of lukewarm in it, that's fine because I've replayed it. But Sunbreak just felt like there was so much promise there. Yeah. So much. Like, We're going to make it not boring. Yeah. They, t- they took away the Japanese shit and they went, let's. Yeah. Well, that was a downside. That wow. Was, yeah. Wow. The twins weren't there anymore. That kind of sucked. Um, but they, they, you could like go hunting with like the NPCs. Yeah. They had special quests. They had more moves for your your weapons. Curio crafting. I feel like they added various so, monsters. They added so much, but none of it stuck. Not that it didn't stick, but it didn't enhance the game. It was just more. Yeah, right. Like that. that. That's how I felt about it. It's or just, like what, was it Iceborne with the clutch claw? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, that added. changed yeah. the game, right? Um, and that's and I I went through that game in like three days and then never looked back. Yeah, even sometimes I go back to see the new content. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. yeah that, you're, you're good. So that's my runner-up. All right. That's a good pick. That's mm. a good pick. My disappointment of the year, the runner-up, we're going to go with Lost Ark, baby. Oh, the Korean? The Korean yeah. Diablo MMO. That was this year. That was this year. Wow. And- uh, Felt like ages ago. Well, I guess it's this year in North America because it came out on Amazon Games. Yes, yes. You, you um, Okay. Because I didn't play the Korean versions yeah. or any of the Euro versions. But um, that beta came out, and I got in, and I was having the time of my life. That game was so fun. But then the actual version came out, and there were definitely some sliders that were slid to make that game way more grindy. Mm. And then people started doing the math on how many hours would you need to ever level up a character to do all the content. And the answer is... You can <laughs> literally it's infinity because if you were to be free to play to try and get to end game content, it would take you long enough to where the new content would have already came out and you'll just still be behind. So like the only way to be current with that game is to spend cash or be a streamer. Right. And I would just going from the beta to the live game. I was just disappointed in how much grind felt like was added to it. It just kind of sucked. Mm, okay. Just kind of sucked. It made me go back to Path of Exile, which I didn't want to do. But you did anyway. But I did anyways, and it was a bad decision. God damn. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. What's your, what's your true? My true disappointment this year? Keyboards. Uh, no. My true disappointment this year is actually the entirety. Of 2023? Of the Marvel Cinematic oh. Universe. Ooh. Because. Spicy. I ended 2021 coming off of Spider-Man No Way Home. And that, what a phenomenal movie that was. I heard it's great. I can't believe you went a whole year without watching it. (laughs) And I was just so excited at the idea of like, where can this whole universe go? And what we were delivered with were all kind of mid to lukewarm films that seem very directionless, very not consistent, not connected, on top of having all these shows, which were just mid as fuck. We had Moon Knight. True. That the was Miss, pretty mid. The Miss Marvel. I didn't even get to She-Hulk. I heard it was bad. Um, and I think I'm justified in saying this because Disney themselves have doubled back and been like, they're focusing more on quality than quantity now. Oh, oh, really? Wow. Crazy. Uh, all right. And, uh, and maybe it's because, you know, after the end of Endgame and all your favorite heroes are departed. Mm-hmm. It's always tough to adjust to new cast and, and change. Yeah. But I just feel like nobody in this new era has either like the charisma of Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans. Or like, yeah, just the, not the athleticism, but just that like 
Screen presence, yeah, I guess. Yeah, screen presence, yeah. that heroic quality that Chris Evans carries. I feel like Doctor Strange in the first movie had that, and then apparently they dropped the ball with the second movie. They did. They did. Um, like, I liked what happened in Multiverse of Madness, but you're right. It became less of like a hero I was cheering on and more mm. of just one I'm observing now. Okay. Uh, don't even get me started on Wakanda Forever. What a piece of shit. Bro, but you're more like me. Except for that moment, like <laughs> that's that why that cool. moment, yeah, that moment was so fucking cool. <laughs> and then and he disappeared. I was like, no. Um, but yeah, that's that's my disappointment of the year. All right, my disappointment of the year is Babylon's Fall. Bro, you didn't even buy that game. I know because the, the we beta, just again, played the beta and it was, was shit. so shit. And then it turns out it was I was right. And then they shut down the game like less than six months after release. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. But also, I'm going to give it to Marvel Cinematic Universe because I didn't play Babylon's Fall. Uh, we didn't even buy it. We just played the we beta. We just played the beta, like, and it was so shit. shit. Yeah. Oh, my. I was like, Platinum Games, please, dude. Yeah. Okay. God damn. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, next up on the list looks like... Ooh, late. Late to the party? To the party. Nice. Uh, I think I go first now? Sure. Yeah. Uh, late to the party for me, my runner-up is Resident Evil 7. Oh, you really did like this. Resident Evil 7, I think, is a fantastic return to form of the classic haunted house style Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. Of just like, I'm in a mansion or I'm in a, a confined space. I got to work my th- way through with these seemingly impossible challenges. And as I keep going through, it gets wilder and wilder. And the addition of first person to this game works so well. Mm-hmm. They get they get so many more unique scares and scenarios and stuff to just like to just force you to look at a lot of bad shit and in a horror game that's sick Mm. it's pretty awesome Mm -hmm. the whole baker family and their just like slow descent into madness you being stuck in like this hillbilly farm type thing it's just yeah everything came together to make probably one of my favorite Resident Evil experiences of all time. Wow. Yeah, I really like that game, and I mm-hmm. thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm My runner-up is also a game from last year. Mm-hmm. Mine is Deathloop. Ooh. Because Deathloop... Kickloop. For, yeah. <laughs> for a studio whose games I've never actually completed, because mm-hmm. they were... What are they famous for? Des- Dishonored. 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 Uh, Deathloop was the one that really hooked me in. I thought it was smart. It was clever writing. Just the... The gameplay mechanic and the looping functionality and, and sort of like the mystery behind it all. Okay. I thought it was all super well done. Like I could not fault that game anywhere except for the very end. Interesting. Where I thought the the very end is kinda like lame. Okay. But did you turn on like online mode to let other people take over the lady yeah, character and, and stuff? That, and that was so cool. All right. Right. Um yeah, so like it's just it's just death loop. I think that was I understand why that game was given so much recognition and I was so skeptical. I just couldn't believe it because I hated all their other games. Yeah, like me too. But I, it was like it was on sale, and I was like, "I'll try it. Why not?" And yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, Death Loop. Uh, my winner for Late to the Party Award is an addition to a game I already love, which is the Doom Eternal oh. DLC. God fucking damn, this game is like the best first-person shooter. It is so good, and the DLC takes up. Everything you've learned from, like, it feels like, it's not just DLC, it feels like an old school expansion, where, like, when you played Diablo 2, 
and then you got Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction, you needed to know all the mechanics of Diablo 2 to go through mm-hmm. the higher end shit. This is that. They they recommend you at the beginning, like, hey, if you haven't beat the game before, beat the game, because it's just yeah. going to be hard. Yeah. Um, And it's like a linear progression from the difficulty of the end of the regular game, base game, and it starts at that difficulty and then keeps going up and adds even new newer mechanics. Yeah. Uh, a couple new weapons uh, and different ways for you to do the whole doom loop i it's just it's just good it's just good there's like i have nothing to bad to say about the doom eternal dlc mm-hmm. if you like doom eternal it's more of that it's better of that and it continues on with the actually surprisingly interesting story of the doom slayer which i can't believe i'm saying that the doom the slayer doom lore is interesting the doom slayer lore is interesting hmm hmm I can't wait for a third game. That game, those games were sick. Hmm. Have you played on your new rig yet? Yeah, I played a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. smooth, hmm. smooth. Smooth. Put the crank out the FOV. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Go cool. old school. Wow. I think there's a there's an option to put the gun in the center of the screen. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. No, I'm good. But yeah, oh baby, that game's good. It's just so much fun. So hmm. much fun. Speaking of fun, my late to the party award goes to also a game. And this is last year's game of the year from many outlets. Okay. It's called It Takes Two. Do you remember this game? Yeah. Yeah. Why? This game is amazing. Why? Amazing. What's wrong? Bruh. What? Bruh. What would you like about It Takes Two? Dude, would you like having fun with other people? Absolutely. That's lame. You know, I mean, you. It's great. It's great. You. I feel if you want a co op game, that tests the relationship with somebody you're with, probably your significant other, this is the one. It's like Overcooked, only you have a reason to continue playing. Instead of just getting three stars and everything? Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, right? It is, a, it is the idea of games can be a fun mechanic, but they can also tell a story, and you can also deliver that message to someone who doesn't normally play games, hmm. right? I think a lot of people who don't play video games look at all games as... Here's an yeah. electronic toy. They can't be more than anything that. But they do all know Overcooked. They all know Jackbox. Yeah. They all know the community style yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this is like where it has that kind of style, but it also interjects narrative and in that, yeah, games can be more than just a community fun time. All right. So I think that's why I picked it. These are just a glorified brother's tale of two sons. All right. Yeah, but if it's better, it's better. Bleh. Right. Otherwise, Gears of War wouldn't have been so successful. Honestly, this is actually a game that I wish I played or I could play because the I don't want to play it by myself. I want to play it like yeah, local do, co-op do not, in a room. Yeah, do not play it by yourself. And it's kind of an experience that I'm I'm a little, I'm a little jelly. I haven't mm-hmm. been able to have yet. Mm. But I think I'd be fine with that. I think I've heard so much praise. For It Takes Two? For It Takes Two, that, that makes sense as to be the late to the party. Yeah, I think like a lot of people always ask like what games you could play with like your your spouse or your yeah, yeah, other yeah. like both guys and girls and i'm like doom eternal <laughs> hell yeah but it's like no i'm like it takes two and then if you like want to hate each other overcooked true yeah Base. or the other one moving out oh I, yeah that one was fun oh god that, was good. that one's also infuriating as fuck uh yeah and i, I i'll fully admit that like both of my picks are like gamer games. Yeah. Where like for Resident Evil Seven, you could have somebody beside you, but they're watching along as it's like if it's like a movie. Right? Yeah. And then Doom Eternal, 
you're just that's solo. The, you're you're in it for, to by yourself. Yeah, the fun comes from playing it. Like watching Doom Eternal looks cool, but there's no joy. I would yeah. say that there is to be gained from watching somebody yeah. play Doom Eternal. Like you got to experience that shit. Yeah, but it takes two. It feels like it kind of caters to everyone, gamer, yeah. non gamer. I think people yeah. are interested. Yeah, yeah. I think the magic of that game comes from just like if you want to test your communication skills between you you and your, yourself and someone else yeah i guess definitely the game to test it on all right okay um but it's cool so it takes two it is yeah it takes two that's a good pick cool. that's a good pick all right best may may best may may <laughs> what's your runner up kid so my runner up is um spirit halloween it's good okay that is one. that is my runner up that's a good one there's a lot of good ones there very versatile meme yeah yeah i honestly it's just simple but the levels of creativity incredible even like, even like it's de- it went to the FGC. It did. Like people it, just doing weird ass shit with. Yeah, and then it was like they. It strangely got so specific, like hyper specific in some circles, but that's what I kind of love about it. Yeah, that like there were I would look at certain Spirit of Halloween yeah. memes. I'd be like, I have no fucking idea what yeah. this is. Yeah. But like to them, it was like the funniest shit. Like yeah, it's a very absolutely. versatile format. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. My runner up, a uh-huh. little less wholesome. Uh-huh. All right, mine is the Ussy. Oh. God damn it, dude! Any anything oh, no. to end in Ussy this no. year? God damn, dude! That's true. Like your vocabulary really did change to anything with Ussy, dude. Was that that one Persona meme when it was Persona Five? It was like, oh my god, Kitagawa, whatever the the yeah, gym teacher. Yeah, yeah. You're like abusing girls and underage people. You're a monster. I'm gonna kill you. And then the next panel is the main character with his teacher. Yo, who needs to teach Ussy eight, dude? <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> Any yeah, just make it, dude. It also unfortunately brought us bussy. But you love bussy. I like making people cringe with bussy. Yeah, but you use it way too often. I do use it too often. I gotta cut back on the bussy. Like you use it enough to be like, yeah. hmm, a little sus <laughs> over here. It'll be in a little bit of sussy baka over yeah. here. Uh, but yeah, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of that ussy talk. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Just and it would like hit you out of nowhere. Like someone would be talking about like the fucking state puff marshmallow man, and he'd be like, "Yo, that state ussy baby." And yeah. It's like, Ugh, Ugh. yeah, it yeah. just like hit you with the gross factor. I kind of yeah. loved it. Yeah. Well, number one though, um, it's Morbin time, <laughs> dude, 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 <laughs> dude. Bring, pound it. Yeah. Because my also Morbin time, it Morbin baby. Time? It's yes, Morbin time. Yes, yes, I can't yes. believe none of the listeners picked Morbin time. I, when I saw That's that, so I was crazy. like, "No way! How Bro, did no one pick Morbin time?" It's Morbin time. Oh the, the, my god! The fact that the movie was so bad. That it became a meme. And then Sony was like, we got to oh, bring we, it back. We could bring it back. We could make money off yeah. this. And then everyone was still like, fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's Morbin time. Also, it's Morbin time. I saw the movie, but no one morbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cultural phenomenon. What? Morbin time. Okay, that's easy. It's more, done. Morbin. It's Morbin time. God damn, that show is so good. <laughs> wow i can't yeah i'm amazed none of the listeners picked it uh did you have any other ones out there because like i had another one but it was pretty late in the year uh, did you see the zoolander memes no okay because tra- I, I thought those are pretty funny i'm trying to f- find tracking changes on word here but okay it can uh because the will smith slap was another one. Oh, on yours you mean yeah, yeah. yeah. was it editor no it wasn't editor yeah, Morbin time. God. Morbin time was so <laughs> good. oh track changes there we go yeah for everyone, oh, it doesn't show because I wasn't tracking changes when I made the file. Great. Boo. All right. Uh, but yeah, it was the Will Smith slap. More. Oh, I had another one. Oh, uh, Bing Chillin'. 
Ping Chong. John Cena. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say it because I don't know how to do the whole speech. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The Bing Chillin' meme, every time it came yeah. up, it got me. With the ice cream. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, okay. The and, like, people, the fucking, my favorite edit was someone took the Chairman Mao Zedong portrait and put John Cena's face oh, in okay. it and played Bing Chillin' over it. That okay. shit was so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Um... Dude, you need that chill ussy eight, dude. <laughs> dude, what? No. <laughs> that no. morb ussy, dude. <laughs> morb? No. <laughs> you go down. It's morbid time. It's morbid time. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, all right. What's next? Best, best surprise. surprise. Oh, best surprise. Best uh, surprise. My my best surprise. Runner up. Mm -hmm. Vampire survivors, baby. Oh yes, Vampire Survivors was a beta this year, and then it became a real game, so I can you, pick it. Are you? There was a moment where you would not turn that shit off. That game is good, and it's still good. And I just bought the DLC. Hell, that's like the best three dollars you can spend in gaming this year. That shit is tight. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. I mean, like I know it's supposed to be, but that game is um, is it a gotcha or is it a roguelike? It's a. Bullet hell roguelike, okay. but the bullets are just enemies. You're you like have to really shoot. getting into like roguelike when they're good. When the, again, when the for core... someone who doesn't like roguelikes, you're really into. Well, roguelike. I like two roguelikes. Yeah, now you like them all. No, I like two. That's it. It's Vampire Survivors and the other one, Nikkei. Nikkei. No, Nikkei's <laughs> a gotcha. That's different. That's Booba. Booba. Booba is forever. Okay. All right. All right. But yeah. Okay. I spent three dollars on this game. Yeah. Plus, I think the. It was uh, the DLC was on sale for under two bucks. Yeah, and I got the soundtrack. Yeah, all right. So I think in total I spent under ten dollars on this game. Maybe like six. Okay, okay. I have over sixty hours in this game. Fair enough. All right. And I almost have all the achievements. All right. Like that shit is sick. It slaps. <laughs> God damn, dude. I need that vamp ussy, dude. Dang. Damn. Also, speak, yeah, it's Morbin time. You can just Morbin here. You're always morbid. God it's kind of crazy. <laughs> All right. That's your runner-up. That's my runner-up. My runner-up is the Apple Watch Ultra. I can't believe. The watch that I didn't think Apple was going to make, or All the one right. that I wanted they always hoped they made. Did you end up buying it? Uh, I'm actually able to buy it now, now that my benefits have rolled over. Oh, nice. All right. So you might be seeing me with an Apple Watch oh Ultra. Oh, my God. Um, I need the pics, kid. But yeah, titanium, huge, made for extreme sports, although... You'd still be better off with a Garmin, but still, that's not the point. The point is, it works with my iPhone. the The thing is, is like whenever I see this watch, yeah, all I imagine, I, I can never see like a real adventurer wearing this watch to do stuff. You're absolutely I, right. Oh, it's just like Silicon Valley esque tech bros being like, I bought it. And I'm thinking about going rock climbing. So, like, I don't even think it's that. I, To be honest, I think it's finance bros. Because you know what the finance bro outfit is if they're not wearing a suit? Patagonia. True. That's all they True. wear. It's Patagonia North Face, Apple Watch Ultra. God, I'm going for a hike. Those guys, like a paved path those guys in the did look fucking lame. That was true. When I saw people in my office wearing Patagonia, I'm like, yeah. bro, you work at a mutual fund. Relax. <laughs> All right. I don't think the weather in your air conditioned 50th floor office <laughs> is going to do you any harm here. All right. Listen, I was jealous, though, because like off topic, one of my coworkers day, she's like she came in Patagonia. She doesn't she doesn't particularly wear Patagonia at all. I'm like, yeah. Why are you wearing that? She's like 40 percent off. And I was so jealous. Well, that's different. That's different. I was so jealous. That's, that's a sale. 
I, I can't be mad at a sale. Neither could I. I was like, but damn you know it. what finance bros aren't doing? Buying, buying shit on sale. I know. All right, dude. They're not even wearing last year's Gucci. They're rebuying that shit. They send the old shit to Value Village. Like, it come is, on. Apple Watch Ultra is my runner up. All right. Okay. What's your best surprise? It's everything everywhere all at once. That movie kind of came out of nowhere at the beginning of the year, and I thought it looked cool. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the trailer being like, "This, there's, there could be something here. Yeah, and I was like, this looks pretty cool. Fair enough. Movies are kind of mid lately. Let's see. And it, how, how do you dare you? What? That trailer came out at the same time as Spider-Man. Yeah, movies look kind of wow. mid lately. Wow. They're like just rehashing old shit. There's I no new ideas. I cannot believe you. And then, God damn. I, I can't believe how much I love this movie. I think I saw it two or three times in theaters. Yeah, I know you did. Uh, I, I talked about it with as many people as I could. And they were all like fascinated. And they're all like, holy shit. They're like, all, everybody had like different theories about like, I haven't had that in a movie since like, I forced you guys to see Parasite. Yeah, but that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. So was this. So anyways, my best surprise. <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, can you guess? Marvel Snap. All right. Okay. Right. I, I that is truly a surprise. I, I am surprised that you're into a card game. That's what makes me surprised. That I think that's why I am putting this in my best surprise because I don't really – I like card games, but I don't no. find myself like you don't, no. into card games. You don't like these kind of card games. Like when you say card games, Uno doesn't count. But Ascension does. Ascension, not this is not the same type, right? So like there are deck. Corporate wants you to identify the difference. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not like the the mono a mono competitive. Like I feel like I understand like all the core mechanics are there yeah. and they're kind of the same. Yeah. But there is something different. Like I would never say Magic the Gathering and Ascension are the same game. The cards on papers with abilities. Oh, they are the my same God, game. This kid is crazy. Um. But also, I I feel like everybody I talk to who I just had no expectation of playing games at all played Marvel Snap. Because it's quick. It's intuitive. All the rules are simple. Yeah. It's not fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. It's good shit. I'd give, I'd, I'll give it the Snap. Really? I'd give it to, I'd, No, okay. I'm going to give it a caveat. Huh. I'm, the best surprise is you specifically enjoying Snap. Vince playing Snap? Vince playing Snap. That's my surprise. I would pick that. Yeah, okay. I'm surprised by that, too. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's true. Vince, yeah. Vince playing Snap, I feel, wins. Best surprise. Yeah, and I spent money on it, too. Can yeah. you believe it? Did you bet, get best value? No. No? Why didn't you get best value? What are you doing? No. Your first purchase is always doubled. Why don't you just go for the fences, dude? Dude, there was there's no best value in that game. Whatever the fuck Blavin says, there's no <laughs> there's best value no. in that game. <laughs> he 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 kind of coping. He, he kind of <laughs> he's, got, he's no, got that copium. Yeah, man. He's like, but you get the extra variant. I'm like, who cares, <laughs> bro? You just spent a hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. All right. Never got around to it. The never got around to it award. What's wow. your runner up, kid? What's your runner up? Or is it is it me first? It's me first. Okay. It's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. What are you talking about? We got around to it. Yeah, after January 1st. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But for for the game that challenged expectations, mm. the one to finally change Pokemon, I can't believe I just ignored it. It was the one game on the Switch this year I actually thought I would play at release. And you played Arceus this year. I did. I didn't play that till like, September, though. Yeah. So well, that's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pokemon and spoilers, I have played it now. And I should have played it when it came out. All right. Because well, that'll be a hint for next week. I do thoroughly enjoy this game. 
despite it being a performance nightmare. We talking about the Switch? Dude, that's the most powerful console on the market, dude. God damn. <laughs> that's the most powerful handheld console on the market. Really? Yeah. Y- what? There's no other handheld console. Isn't there? No. The Logitech Stream Deck? That's No, that's streaming. That's just a Wi-Fi box. doesn't count. I think my iPhone's pretty powerful. I don't know if that's a handheld gaming device. Really? Mr. Oh, this Nikkei? is corporate. Can you feel? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a phone game. Phone games are a separate category, kid. God damn. Okay, what's your runner-up? Uh, my runner-up, for never got around to it, uh, was buying a current-gen console. Because you never bought any of them. I didn't buy any current-gen console. Wow. And Xbox Series X, PS5, did not, I didn't buy OLED, OLED Switch. Mm-hmm. Do any of that. Mm-hmm. As, the, as the video game expert of 2022... <laughs> I thought I, it was e- there was even an opportunity for me to get one. Yeah. Where our producer TJ got one, and he's like, "You can just come down, and they'll have it in stock. Yeah. You can buy it. Yeah. And I still said no. Yeah. And I can't believe that I did that. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I, I had that where like strength to not do it. Because hmm. honestly, I bought games for the PS5. The fuck. And I don't own it. Oh man, <laughs> what the f is happening? But I didn't want to. I didn't want to play them bad enough to buy the console. Wow. But I just wanted the sale. Wow. And you guys got me, what, the uh, Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise on PS5? Oh, my God, we did. Yeah. We did you get did? you that. You did? I forgot. Nice. Still there. Sick. So like, I, I owned the new JoJo fighting game on PS5. Wow. Just, you have a collection built. Yeah. It's starting. Wow. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I just honestly, I think this is the first time I've ever waited so long at this point, buy. are you actually going to get one? Maybe maybe this year. I think maybe this year I get one. I imagine you'd get a PS5 just for the exclusives. Yeah. But they're still coming out on PS4. Forsaken says hi. Yeah, Forsaken is Harry Potter with Nike New Balance. Oh, Harry right. Potter says hi. Harry Potter says hi. The actual Harry Potter, that yeah. shit kind of kind of tight, though. It does. It does. All right. My uh, winner for Never Got Around to It, House of Dragons. Oh, so you're like Paul. Yeah. I told you we're linked. I don't know why. All right. Dude, stock in my my brain. Fair enough. My or we'll explain why is you never got around to it. Well, only because his people didn't listen to the other episode. Yeah, like I am. I was so into Game of Thrones. Like I, I that is a cultural phenomenon type show. Yes, loved it. Uh huh. Yes, I thought the ending was absolute garbage. <laughs> Dude, it's so harsh. But I did like this show, and like it, it created some of the best memories and TV history and. The announcement of this had me so hyped, and it came, and I didn't have HBO, and then I just couldn't be bothered to sit, uh, fly the black flag, and now <laughs> I didn't bother <laughs> to fly the black flag, and now uh, I haven't seen it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, okay. but I just feel like it, it again because it is that water cooler show. Everyone talked about it, mm-hmm. and I felt so on the outside, and it hurts more because from everything I've heard. It's a great show, so yeah, it kind of sucks that I did not partake. You know how many times in my office they'd be like, "You, you was watching House of Dragons," I and know. I had to be like, "I don't know." I, yeah, and they know. look at you funny. Yeah, and they're like, "That's why I didn't. That's why they didn't renew my contract because <laughs> I couldn't participate in water cooler talk." Probably, probably, but yeah, it was. Uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? I un- I understand why mm-hmm. you would pick that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my winner for never got around to it is Elden Ring, arguably the biggest game of the year. I, some would say that is, yeah, that is the biggest game of the year. Be- yeah. Between this and God of War. I think collectively, I think the world thinks the Elden Ring is the I biggest game of the year. I played a lot of fucking Elden Ring this year. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm actually very surprised considering how much you do like from software. I do. I do. How much you like that formula. I, the thing is, is like the Souls type games, I just felt so kind of strung out on them. Like I, I did Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and then I couldn't bring myself to do Dark Souls 3, and then Elden Ring came out, and I was just kind of like, this is this is more Dark Souls, less Sekiro, so yeah. I'm kind of whatever. But it just... Everyone made it sound so sick that I I bought it now and I played a whole five minutes of it. Because Elden Ring year. is very sick. Like it's yeah. such a cool game. I think it does get a little bit long in the tooth, but because I like I said I haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the whole like setting up of like the thing about Dark Souls in general is that it's very linear for as open as it makes you feel it is. Right? It is it is a very one path game. But this really feels like. You could just go on a horse to the west until you can't go west anymore. You can, but they level gate you. Okay. Right? Like, things will get too strong and you realize, I could go somewhere else where it's easy. Like, you can, Yeah. you know, hammer your head at a wall and get through it. Okay. Or you can, like, the game is still made to guide you where you should be going. Okay. Right? right. That said, it is, like, the formula does not change. It is like that. And it really depends on how much you prefer to play games completely blind or if you like games where you understand that maybe you will have to have a guide open. For Elden Ring, you're saying? Yeah, like mm-hmm. that style of game, right? Fair. I almost ne- I only use guides ever on my my second playthroughs. No, no, that that's yeah. fine. But sometimes because of the nature of this game... Like you're just stuck. Yeah, and yeah. I don't even mean like, oh, you don't know where to go. I just mean like, oh, you fucked up your build because the stats don't really correlate to what you think they mean. Hmm. Right. I'm a little worried about that because in my I did start wretch wretched yeah the level one ten yeah. ten 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 ten, ten so, yeah so I have the most freedom but yeah and like and the thing is we'll when the stats matter as much as they do it's a bit of a bummer when you play a game and you're like oh, I fucked up but not because but or because the game decided that not telling you how their own functions work was part of the game mm-hmm. like I just I don't personally agree with that Fair enough. I feel like that's that's a little too yeah. hardcore. I think that only is too hardcore when it comes to the time sink. Right? Yeah. Like, like if, uh, if the time sink is like five hours and I fucked up, I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. If the time sink is 80 hours and I fucked up. Yeah. I mean, they, they, no. it's easily a hundred hour game, right? Okay. Like I'm, I'm at 75 hours and I am not anywhere near finishing it yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I would give, I'd probably say this goes to Elden Ring only because you can't speak to House of Dragons, but I can speak to Elden Ring. Okay. And I know that's, a very good game. Honestly, I would have given it either way. Yeah, but I think so. based on our show, okay, Elden Ring. We'll also, like it's such a fucking cultural gamer cultural phenomenon for like it was. I like, I couldn't yeah. believe that that game won Game of the Year at uh, yeah thing. I think my thing is like I didn't play it because at the time I didn't have this sick computer, yeah. uh, but also I was like planning on buying a PlayStation Five, so I just kept putting it off, and then I never bought a PlayStation Five. Yeah, I think this was the so. game I bought with my PlayStation Five. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Cool. Oh, boy. You ready for this one? Song of the year. Oh, God. All right. You ready? Okay. You ready? Yeah. You ready? If you say One Republic, I'm going to lose my mind. My runner-up, the one, Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy. Thousand Miles. What the fuck is this? Okay, well, if you don't know it, then you don't know it. You got to put it on. We got we to gotta listen to it. We listen to the other ones. It sounds like a Kid Leroy song. I don't know who Kid Leroy is. You've heard him. What song would be, bro? Which one? <laughs> See, 
it's so it's these songs are so forgettable that they're not good. They're just ear like Here. twenty second earworms. Here. This is this is Kid Leroy. You want me to scroll through it? You heard the voice? No. Is it? I know the voice. Yeah. I th I don't know if I've ever heard this. Then I don't know if I can really fight for it. Can you go to the chorus? Let's keep going. I will never change. Is this it? Is yeah. this the chorus? I honestly, I'm not trying to fuck with you. I don't think I've ever heard this song. My God. <laughs> my, my. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this song in my life. This is, okay. All right, before we get copyrighted, pause that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's basically a sad song. That's all it is. It's just generic sad song? Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> God damn. Wait till the T-Swift comes out. My runner-up <laughs> is my favorite song on the Carly Rae Jepsen album. It is Sideways okay, by Carly Rae. And this one starts off as a banger. So, What do you mean it starts off as a banger? Like this, this song has everything I like about music progression and song progression where it builds up, has all this like fun stuff as you're going through the song. But also it starts off with a groovy. There's grooviness here? Yeah. Just give it like five seconds. Dude. Oh, I understand yeah. why. Oh, I see what you mean now. Right. But it starts off with the groove. And then builds up through the song. I feel like this is the type of song that I'd have to listen to multiple times before I appreciate it. But it 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 sucks you in with the hook immediately, which what you love, which you love that. Yeah, but you gotta like the hook. You don't like the hook. You don't like the groove here. See, but now we're getting like just the. I don't know. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. I don't think it's bad. And it's just this is like. I'm walking. This down is the, the chorus now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I'm walking down the street. I'm feeling good about the day. The sun is out. Wait, why don't you like the One Republic song then? Because this is a better constructed <laughs> song than the One Republic song. It but, is actually interesting to listen to. But the One Republic song just works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no substance to that song. It is okay. all flat. No, I see why you choose it. I get yeah. it. I understand. My uh, real one is actually the the song made famous by anime. A cyberpunk. Oh, I want to stay at your house. That's the song. That's a good song. That's the that's that's my song. That's a good song. You don't have to play it. That's a good song. I know. I know. You know what it sounds like. If you've watched the show, you know what it sounds like. And but I think the song on its own is good. But I think it's because of like where they use it in that anime, yeah. and it's just very powerful. Also, like it. It's so that was in the game before. But like you, the show came yeah, out. Yeah. But that is like the that song placement is a big testament to like context really yes. matters yeah and like putting the song to something like a memory or a yeah. event can really amp up the emotionality Absolutely. of what you're listening to so that's why it's my number one but i understand if we don't pick it only because it's my number one by association to the the but that song is good by itself that is i do think it's good by itself yeah. it's on my spotify okay which number one? Oh, my God. number one it's jd it's jazz baby it's jd beck and domi take a chance Featuring Anderson Pack. Take a chance. Take a chance. Just okay. do the don't do the music video because they have like a whole like skit thing. Just do like the audio if you can find the lyrics or something. Yeah. Yes, I found I it. But it's jazz. But it's jazz. But it's a lyrical jazz. So it starts off with like a little bit of rapping and rhyming. Yeah, I was gonna say so, this does not sound like the jazz that yeah. I grew up with. It's like an odd but it's still like it's jazz influences. A lot of odd time signatures. Yeah. Uh, like the beat is not typical. Of like what you would hear on the radio, but everything kind of flows together and it gets. In a you groove. know what this song reminds me of? What? Like it has all these elements to it 
and on their own, they're all very interesting. Just like in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh my god. But together I know that is the best movie <laughs> but together, to be released here. They just don't work. Dude, yeah, they what the fuck you talking? <laughs> You're crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> let's get to the okay, let's wait. Like this part. To, I'm yeah. cool with this part. Yeah. The whole beginning, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. That I could have cut out. No, you couldn't have cut it out because it's cut integral it to the song. It's I don't know. I don't even know what this song's about. Because you're not listening. You're not I'm, experiencing the I'm song. I'm trying to listen to it. Then you got the... Is this Hold it? On. It's a very inward-looking <sighs> song. And it plays around with pop music, R&B. You got some jazz influences in there. God, I feel high. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that song makes me feel like I'm on drugs. Yes. All right. That's what music should do. It should make you feel like if you're on drugs. I definitely like your Carly Rae way better than that song. I would pick Sideways if I would. I would like this to not go to the randomizer. But you see, I feel like I need to be exposed to Korean music some more. Uh, no, because like, I would also pick your house coming over to your house. Yeah. Because I like that song, but I don't know if that song came out this year. That's that, the problem. So, so me either. I don't know. But yeah. I only know I found it this year. But uh, if that's the case, I did have a runner-up. If you don't want to choose it. Let me... Hold on. Let me look up when Come Over to Your House... Watch it be like 2017. Dude, it's like it's like 2018. Really? Yeah. You want a runner-up? Is this it? Is this the one? It might be. Come Over to My House? Is that what it's called? I really want to stay at your house. Oh, I really want to stay at your house. Yeah. I really... I really... Oh, yeah. I really want to... Yeah, come over to my house or something else. House, something I think that's before four. Come over to my house. Ro oh, really want to come Rosa over Walton? to my house. That was in before four. That's like one of oh. the. No. Yeah. No. It was original music written for Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. So it came out technically in 2022. Or 2020 when Cyberpunk released. Did it really come out in 2020? Yeah, because it was fucking broken for a year a and a half. A year. Wow. Okay, so then you want my other pick? What's your other pick? Antihero. Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> TJ knows the song. No. <laughs> TJ knows no. the song. It's either Sideways or The Randomizer. <laughs> it's Sideways or The Randomizer. I don't have to tell you, kid. <laughs> it's one of my picks or The Randomizer. How do you know he's going to randomize? I don't know. That's the part. That's the that's the gamble. Well. That's the gamble. I I like your Sideways song. Okay. I don't like it enough to say that it was song oh, of the year. Bitch. <laughs> Let's send it. We're sending it over to TJ. So how this works is that TJ has the ability to pick from one of our picks. He is, you know, he is kind of uh, inclined to pick one of our picks. He should, but he doesn't have to. No, All there's right? no gun to his head. So. I am putting a gun to his head <laughs> right now. <laughs> Click clack, motherfucker. All right. Do you have Do you have one on mind? Do you Do you need to think about it, or do you want the microphone? The ones we picked. Interesting. Wait. What do you listen to first? Sideways. Okay. That's what he's listening to. It's a good song. It's a It's a It's a decent song. It's a That's a great song. It's, it's a good. It's song. probably the you best know what? Song. It's a good song. It's the it's best good. song on that album. It's Is it? And it's better is than it? every Taylor Swift song on that album. Is it? Antihero. Antihero. You don't even you just put it on mute. You don't really have to. It <laughs> That's sucks. how good it is. It transcends no, it sound. Sucks. You just don't don't waste your time, honestly. Yeah, of course. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I hate your approach to music. Oh my god. Well, what's the part of the song that you hear the most? The chorus is the part you hear the least. What are you talking about? It's that? supposed to be. 
The chorus? It's the, ver- the verses are always longer than the choruses. Yeah, but the choruses are the, the actual parts that repeat. Yeah. You only ever hear the verses once. What are you talking about? Oh, you're, you're saying that because you hear them twice, you hear them more, not that they're a bigger percentage of the whole song. No. No. Oh, okay, I was going by percentage. But that really depends on the song. True. Right? Like, hit me, baby, one more time. Hit like, do you, do you even know the verses? My loneliness is killing me <laughs> and I. Yeah, see? Dude, or like, yeah, what, Tony Braxton? Yeah, like, all Tony those songs Braxton. are verse. That's it. Like, they have, like, two lines, right? Like, I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Who There's do like, you think I am? I, so I know, you're just a bad example. I know all these lyrics, kid. All right? I know the songs. You can't do that to me. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm a karaoke master. What I'm trying to say is, Carly all you need to listen is the chorus. Bro, come on. It's so... Thong song is only chorus. I like it when that baby. Yeah, that that like song that is gone. one chorus. That's it. Wait, like, I'm trying to wild. think if I can think of the thong song lyrics. One did it go so scandalous? And I can't. I know the beat, but I, yeah. I don't remember the lyrics. That's All right, okay. you got me. You got me on the thong song. You got me on Cisco. That's that's cheating though. Got it on the classic. Cisco only had one song. I don't know about. And it was chorus only. Song, thong, thong, thong. Yeah, the thong, thong, thong. God damn. Ood address so scandalous. Where yet? Where yet? Do you have a decision? Does a, uh, has a decision been made? Has court? Dude. Will court be adjourned? We're gonna pass the mic over to TJ here. All right. 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 So so I gave it a, a good thirty second listen. Wow. You know, skip skip to different parts of the song. Good job. Uh, now I can't think of any K-pop songs that came out this year. But I really like this Carly J- Ray Jepsen one. Wow. Oh, that's what I'm choosing. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, wow. Because I like Taylor Swift's older songs. Oh, is that real? Yeah. Yeah, those ones. Dude, you heard it here first. Sounds like it's Carly, Carly Ray. Carly Ray Jepsino, dude. What's it called? Side? Sideways. 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 What a good song. Where's God my damn. cursor? You got to put that thing on so when you press control, it like does the circle around your cursor so you can find it on your monitors. Oh, yeah. It's very useful. Soon. All right. Sideways takes song of the year. Carly Rae Jepsen. Are you satisfied? Yes. Extremely. You know what? As long as it wasn't jazz. Dude, you know what? You're not ready for jazz. But in the next year or two, you're going to be listening to jazz. And you won't. You're going to be listening to Yeah, because I'll be on to the next cool thing. I already told you what was sick. You just don't listen. Doesn't matter. Just don't listen. Uh, But we have TV show of the year. Oh, sick. TV show of the year. Do I start here or do you start here? Sure. I, okay. My runner up. For TV show of the year, probably no surprise, is Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Ah, yes. This, ah, yes. I, I gushed about it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, this show, I again, I usually don't like K-dramas. I think they suffer from kind of stale writing. And this has opened your eyes. I think they're kind of mid most of the time. Mm-hmm. But and this one ready. mixed the intrigue of law, drama, and crimes with a very interesting concept of living as a a kind of like high functioning autistic person mm. which is a very unique premise not only just in terms of television in general because usually when they have like the autist guy he's like some savant and there's literally no downside to yeah. his powers right yeah but in this one they show both the good and the bad but also the fact that this show came out of asia uh Easier. i think is extremely surprising and maybe that's just me not being familiar with the kind of content that comes out of there. Could be, I don't know. It could be, but I I did not expect anything like this to come out of South Korea. And they handle 
from what I've read and what I feel when watching the show, they handled having autism very well. Yeah. Uh, they show both the upsides and the downsides, some personal relationship problems. Uh, all the crime stuff is super interesting. And they like throw in really hard questions that are like not only just like societal issues for South Korea uh, in the in the child kidnapping episode where a camp counselor was uh, charged with kidnapping these kids because he felt that like modern day camps for kids like the education camps and the study groups are like modern day torture type stuff. Yeah. Um, and which is crazy when I brought up that one story of uh, how Asia has a fucking myopia problem where they're they're making their kids study so much and so hard from such a young age that like 90% of adults are getting nearsightedness, mm. right? And that kind of plays on that. But also the more societal ones of like, should we allow people who are mentally handicapped to a certain extent the ability to make mistakes as like a regular person? Mm -hmm. um, there was one episode where someone creates or has a relationship with somebody who is... Uh, I guess their IQ is low enough that they are considered like yeah. legally mentally handicapped and everything they show in the show is that it seems like their love is genuine, but, but society will not allow it because of the implications that could happen in future cases. Even though this one might work out, this person still has to be punished by the, the eyes of society rather than the individual case. Yeah. And there's a lot of like hard shit like that. For sure. It's it's an awesome show. It's real good. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it, even if you don't like K dramas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, great. I've seen parts of this show. I've seen a couple episodes. It's pretty cool. I understand why you like it. Yeah. I'm I'm more surprised that you watched it all. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe I watched it all. Yeah. I I marathon that shit. I finished in like two, three days. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, actually no, you know what, listeners, as a side yeah, as a side note, I actually was on the train and i found anthony there yeah and he was watching it i was watching k-drama on the train and he's like what are you doing oh. i'm watching k-drama he's like what the smokes <laughs> <laughs> um okay i actually had a really tough time with this category this year because you didn't watch any tv kinda oh no other than our number one i yeah. can't recall our number one interesting our that you would say one. that our number one interesting i already know what number one is interesting um the only thing i remember finishing in its entirety was halo you finished Halo? I finished Halo. I forgot that you finished Halo. And Halo, what a polarizing show. All right, I'm going to go back to Surprise of the Year, yeah. and I want to vote for the fact that you finished Halo. <laughs> there are some things that Master Chief does in Halo that are like, whoa. Like cool whoa or like out of character whoa? Well, like, I guess you would never think that Master Chief doesn't have sex, but when you see it, it's kind of weird, right? Master Chief has sex in that show? Well, you... You know what? I'm not even continue. There's you, got, you can spoil it. It's the year end of the year show. Yeah, maybe maybe some people listening will be like, "What the fuck? I want to watch this now." Okay, fair. Like they they definitely do not go. Is everything super? <laughs> Dude, <what? laughs> he's a super soldier. Um, I don't tell you. But yeah, like the show. I think it's polarizing because it is 100 not following the Halo canonical storyline that we are used to. It takes its own path, does its own thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it interesting. It also, I just still can't believe how good it looks for a TV show. I mean, like, Fair with enough. the suits Yeah, they and did stuff. put the budget yeah. into that show. There are some action sequences, too, that are just insane. Um, they, but it, I, the shows like this usually have a problem yeah. where all the costumes that come from something, they, they look like cosplay. Yeah. But this, like, that Halo suit 
looks like if a Halo suit were real. Yeah. Like, they look good. Yeah. That said, I don't think, like, a lot of the show was 100% well written. Fair. Maybe it wasn't entirely the best story. But it always kept me engaged. It kept me, like, I wanted to know. Like, the idea of it being a different story intrigued me. Okay. But I understand why people wouldn't like that. But that's why it was my runner-up. But it, it's runner-up by default because I can't think of anything else I finished mm-hmm. that I like. There's like my dress-up darling, but like I don't know. It's like another rom-com. Like and these are all dime a, dime a dozen. Okay, right. Spike's family was cool, but again, like didn't hit me. All right. If you know what I'm saying. Okay. And I didn't watch enough of Gundam to to put that in here. You know? Oh, you didn't finish Witch or continue uh, watched, keep up with it? I watched like the. Well, I had problems this year with anime. True, you did. You did kind of. Blow your load on Bleach and <laughs> didn't watch any more anime ever again. I couldn't even use it in Late to the Party because I've seen all that show. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, okay, go. What's your show of the year? All right. My show of the year is... Please. Spy X Family. No, really? okay. No, it's, really? it's, it's, it's Edge Runners. That's what I thought. It's Edge Runners. So, so is mine. And I don't know if we need to say anything more. We've talked about it enough on the show. Yeah. Listeners, you, you should have watched it by now. Yeah. Watch Edge Runners. Yeah, the show is crazy. Absolutely, um, no arguments here. Done. Put it up there. Edge Runners. Done and done. All right. Um, movie of the year. What do you want to go here? I think Me? you're up for runner up. Okay. First, my runner up for movie of the year is probably probably. Well, here's the thing. The movies I picked aren't necessarily what I think are actually the best movies. Okay. They're the movies that I felt like brought me back to the theater like they're the movies that i enjoyed being in the theatrical experience for Mm. there probably might be better movies but like so okay before you even continue yeah are these movies do you think that there are movies you enjoyed more that came out this year than the ones you're picking i think if i were to watch these movies at home i probably wouldn't have enjoyed them i I don't know if that matters yeah is there any movie you saw that is you think is better than the ones in your list Maybe one of them, yeah. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. One, I think one of them is definitely not going to make yeah. it. Because, like, honestly, if you saw it in the theater, like, yeah. I still think the movie theater is the optimal way to see a movie. Yeah, but, like, I feel like there's lots of movies out there that you, you could watch it at home or at the theater. Hmm. And I don't know if it would make a difference. Whereas some of them are like, if you didn't watch it in the theater, I don't think you would have got the impact true fast nine fast nine yeah well isn't that (laughs) that's like the whole idea behind like a summer blockbuster yeah 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 so because of that my runner-up is the batman okay you know i will not go and say that this is the best movie i've seen this year but it really was Oh, you're saying it's better than the dark knight (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying that (laughs) but i am saying it is like a noir detective story and i was very intrigued i think it's too long i think they could have cut out they could have cut out some of the end yeah but it had really high highs, but again, very long. All right. And I really loved Robert Pattinson in it. I think his portrayal of the Batman might be my favorite of all the Batman. Um, I know it's kind of wild to say that considering he's been in one movie and the other ones have been like... Twilight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in um, that one with William Dafoe, The Lighthouse. Yeah, yeah the black yeah. and white one. Yeah. 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 But I think... I love where his career's gone. Like, his performance alone is worth it for that movie and seeing just the rainy gotham that they've built how dirty it is just like when it all came together with the sound and like just a lot of the sequences it just felt like a almost scary 
like it never felt like a superhero movie. It just felt like a scary detective story, and it felt like the Batman I've always read in comics, mm-hmm. but not the one that I've seen portrayed on the big mm-hmm. screen. And I think like that for me just cemented like this is a very, very cool movie. Again, I don't think I liked it better than something let's say Glass Onion. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it seeing it in the theater. Okay. Yeah. Anecdotally, yeah, I do agree with the fact that it is uh, a kind of grittier Batman because uh, my mom. <laughs> Oh yeah. Was like, hey, you want to see a movie? I want to see the new Batman movie, and she's expecting like a Marvel movie. Yeah, as Batman. Yeah. And we were going through, and we got it to the end of that, and she's like, that movie was really dark. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's wait, that's Batman. Yeah. She's like, no, I was expecting like the Avengers. I was like, no, oh no, (laughs) mom, no, I'm so sorry. No, this it's different. It's yeah. hella different. Yeah, it was. I told her about like um the killing joke and stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm like, Mom, so like one of the most famous Batman stories is about a girl getting shot in the spine yeah. and being paralyzed for the rest of comic history. And she's yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. I yeah. think I think that like that movie to regular audiences is probably what happened to my mom. Yeah. Where like it's just very polarizing because like people know of Batman. But they're so like used to a certain type of superhero movie that when Detective Batman comes out, people yeah. people ain't ready for the grit. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I I loved Detective Batman. Yeah, like it was, and the fact that he was just in the suit while not doing yeah superhero, like he would just go through the crime scene yeah. in the suit. Like I loved all of it. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. that was a cool movie. It was a good movie. My runner up for mm-hmm. movie of the year mm-hmm. is also a movie that brought me to theaters, mm. and I can't believe. I, I liked so much that I saw it twice. Oh. That is Top Gun Maverick. Good choice. Top Gun Maverick to me is is like the demon slayer of <laughs> of movies. Okay. Where nothing happened. Like, like nothing 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 extraordinary happened within like other than the stunts, like the fact that they're using real jets and all the meta stuff of the movie is yeah. awesome, right? Just like the kind of like the meta stuff of the animation yeah. and all the like the how they utilize three D in Demon Slayer is pretty really cool. Yeah. But nothing they do within the story of Top Gun Maverick is especially unique. Nope. Is especially surprising. Nope. And and honestly, you could kind of guess your way through that movie and guess the whole plot Probably. as it's going. Because they, yeah. they signpost so much shit. Yeah. But they do everything to the utmost perfection of what they are trying to do of in within the genre they are trying to portray. Yeah. I can't knock it. Yeah. Right? Th- this is supposed to be the summer action blockbuster where you go see Tom Cruise, a movie star. Yeah. One of the last movie stars, like arguably, yeah, doing cool shit that is just so outside of the realm of reality that you can't even like. I can't believe they filmed this. Right, mm-hmm. it's just a fun romp. It's yeah. a great time. There's jokes to be had. Yeah, there's a, a cute little love interest story in there. Yep, there's twists. There's turn. Like, it's just good. Yeah, it's just a good action. It's solid. Yeah, and I can't knock it for that. I can't like. It's one of those things. If you listen to the show. I love it when shit is off the wall. Yeah. Throw something like this is just so well made that I I can't I have to give credit. Yeah. Right. It's just good. Yeah. It's just real good. Yeah. Uh, my winner is Top Gun. Okay. For everything you said, Top Gun was just like it was the one that made me, like I guess it also has to do with the fact that I guess we've been in the pandemic, mm-hmm. 
right? And I think this past year was the year where things started to open up on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And Top Gun was the one where you felt like, oh shit, it's the summer. Yeah. Like going to the theater, no mask, you know, crowd cheering, whatever, booming sound. Like it just people, got me. People did forget how to go to the fucking theater though. Like <laughs> people sitting in other people's <laughs> yeah. like seats, they just did. like talking shit during the yeah. movie. Like kind of sucked. It, yeah, but like. Those are like the growing pains. You're right. Yeah. It, like I, you're right. There's nothing fun about that. But it reminded me of just like, yeah, let's. We're getting back. We're going back to something. Okay. And um, I just really loved that movie. Like, it was such a shonen hero movie. Like, Tom Cruise can't die. He like, can't. And and he's supposed to teach the new generation, but he's so good. <laughs> I know that they pull him out of retirement, and he just does it himself. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Loved it. I loved every bit of that movie. That movie was so good. When they had the fucking two-way football game going. Yep. You wanted teamwork. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. God, it's so dumb. Some great lines. And like we said in the Listener Awards, uh, Miles Teller was great, but Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell, oh baby. What a breakout God. role for that kid. Hangman. Damn. Because he leaves you hanging. Yep. That's true. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, the guy Bob. Bob, yeah. Bob. <laughs> oh, Bob. There are a lot of good characters in that yeah, movie. That's was, what that, char- that movie needed, It's characters. Yeah, they didn't explain why Jennifer Connelly was so loaded, but okay, sure, whatever. She she runs a bar. She runs a bar, drives a Porsche Carrera. R- that car's like worth six digits. It's worth more than the bar. Yeah, how does she have that? Single well, mom. She is stealing money from people, right? Oh, is that- Remember when she started, like... <laughs> She just forced Tom Cruise to pay for everybody's drinks in the bar. I don't think that's legal. That's true. With a hustle like that? Dude, the hustle be crazy. Yeah, that's true. All right. The cool. way she runs her biz that's a shakedown. That's cool. <laughs> and also, I guess Tom Cruise must be loaded too, but all right. True. And then, like, dude, she uses all the students as muscle yep. unwillingly in yep. her fucking Ponzi scheme. Yep. She's Good a, for her. Dude, she's a level 100 mafia boss. That shit's crazy. Maybe she really should have been female of the year. Maybe. Yeah, now that you think about it, yeah, holy now you shit. think of all the crime she's Damn, committing. That girl's hot. Jesus Christ! I don't even have to know. I don't. Have to, I can guess what your number one is. Yes, you'll never guess. It's uh, Michelle Yeoh, starring in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragoon. <laughs> no, no. That, actually, I have that game for the PS One. It's pretty. Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah. It's it's everything everywhere all at once. That movie, it's it started the year with a showstopper. Yeah. Um, I'll just I'll go through it quickly. Because I've gushed about this movie so much on this show. Yep. It it brought it brought it brought new hope. New hope. New not the Star Wars thing. It brought a new hope within me. It sparked a fire within me that movies cannot like they can be not schlock, right? They can just not they they don't have to be cookie cutter. Whatever oh, they think okay. the most like will will hit the widest amount of audience. They can make a really touching immigrant family story involving multiple dimensions and take it in a unique direction that just surprise you every way every single time they make an act change a scene transition my favorite part of the movie were there were no spoken lines okay what when, do you mean when they go to the rock scene and they go to the universe where, oh, they're, where they're both rocks with the subtitles and they use the subtitles to kind of portray the most uh, like Honestly, the most emotional moment of the movie of of the mother and daughter trying to finally understand each other 
devoid of the distractions of the multiverse. Mm. And then you're also experiencing that like deathly silence and you're forced to confront what they didn't want to confront. Yeah. Uh, there's like this movie works on so many levels from cinematography to stunts, just the plain idea, the world they set up of like the, the alpha verse. Yeah. And also the fact that Michelle's Yo's universe is, is special because she made the worst choices at every possible branching path. Yeah. Like the fact that they're like, yeah, this universe is cool because this is the worst universe that you have. Like you've made every wrong and that makes you special to change everything else. Right. They just, they take multiverse stuff, flip it on their head. They play with your senses on what you think the movie is going to be, go to do in general. And then, yeah, you do have all like the hippie bullshit of like the everything bagel. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. They have the more like sexually progressive jokes where they're like battling with dildos and shit. But also has like some of the more like genuinely horrifying part. Like even when I watch horror movies, that hallway scene with the daughter when she first shows off her. Oh, her evil side? Her evil side. And she's like blowing people's heads off and turning them into confetti. It's like so unnerving. Yeah. And it's everything about this movie is done well just like top gun where everything is done well but also it has the added layer of everything is fresh it is is an an experience at the theater that i never thought i would have Mm -hmm. and the fact that the daniels did something like this is is awesome and that it made so much money in the theaters even if it was only in north america or america in general Yeah, yeah uh i think this movie deserves every movie award it could possibly well definitely not best picture why? Because it never got nominated for it. It didn't get nominated for it? Bruh. Yeah, it was the big snub at this year's what Golden Globes. That's racist. Huh. I don't tell you. But we can give it we can make up for it, Vince. Can we? We can. We can by giving I might have to rewatch this movie because like I am struggling to remember half the shit you told me just now. Really? Yeah. And when that the they're trying to like so the one thing was for her to get new powers. She had to do a series of random things within her universe she that would did. like let her borrow it. So like she had to like lick the ground and like do whatever. Or the one guy had to like take a trophy and stick it up his ass to like get oh. a power from borrowed from another universe. And oh, how like all the arbitrary yeah. decisions like they the in within this world they figured out that arbitrary decisions aren't that arbitrary. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they could like backtrace the decision for you yeah, to borrow okay. powers from other stuff. Okay. I don't know. I just think that movie's I don't think the movie's bad. I just think it was too much. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like I like it's the same reason why JoJo infuriates me. Yeah, but JoJo's based in Red Pill. It's so sick. <laughs> Shut your face, dude. What? Yeah. Female protag in a jail kid. Like I I I've, like I said I've always it, like it's a movie I respect more than I like. That's that's uh, that's how I feel about that movie. And you know all I need is your respect because that's I remember cool. seeing that trailer and being like this could be really phenomenal. And then I watched it. I remember feeling there's a lot of stuff that happened, and 90% of it was meaningless, and the core story was pretty, like, bare bones. Uh, what? Most, like, I would like say the 90% whole, of it was meaningful. No, I felt like the whole, like, 90% of it was, like, a distraction, just so you can get to the ending where it's like, sorry, Mom. But the thing is, like, all the distractions are layers of their relationship. I know. I get it. Like, I, right? I sort of get it, but also it's just like... And it's... Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a small story with overblown explanation. 
Like, that's essentially what it is. It's like when you're watching anime and, like, the main character has a narration a mile and a half long in your head. Yeah. But they just decided to visualize it. Yeah. And that's it was interesting about watching the movie. They're using the the medium of film to the fullest extent. Like, it's cool. If you, Like, it's I, I, like I said, I respect it. I just don't think it was my favorite movie. Fair. Right? I don't think it's a bad movie. I think people should watch it. But it's all right. I feel like I'm going to bat for this movie. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to bat. And I feel like it leaves us no choice. <sighs> All right. TJ. <laughs> we need you for best movie. Oh, this is I picked everything everywhere all at once. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I picked Top Gun Maverick. He picked Top Gun Maverick. I don't think you need to hear a runner-up because they don't matter. The, okay, my runner-up is Top Gun Maverick. Oh, right. yeah. But your, your runner-up is the Batman. Is the Batman. And then whatever movies you saw, I guess. But you can do whatever. He's going to say, Bell, watch this kid pull out the anime. <laughs> watch him pull out Bubble. Wait, what's what's this award for? It's movie of the year? Movie best movie. Best movie of the year. Okay. Unfortunately, I have not seen everything Where everywhere all at once. Can you explain why you haven't seen that movie? Like, did it just not interest you? Or just... Uh, I mean, I wanted to watch it, but then I forgot. And then by the time I remembered, it wasn't in theaters anymore. And then I just never got around to downloading it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, sure. It's around for like two months, but okay. <laughs> you guys, whatever. <laughs> but uh, I did see Top Gun Maverick. That movie was great. Yeah. So He's going to say Jurassic Park Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, I forgot that came out this year too. Also, I didn't see it. <laughs> Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever, baby. No, he's going to say Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, that movie came out. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that movie did come out. He's going to pick Thor, Love, and Thunder. <laughs> Man. No, I'm just going to pick Top Gun Maverick. Good choice. Since, you know, you both you both mentioned it. I'm a, I'm a little salty. I'm a little salty. But Top Gun's a good movie. Listen, you can't win them all. I, I can. I can try. No, I can. <laughs> oh, you specifically <laughs> only. God damn. Um, yeah, there you go. I don't have to tell you. Like... Top cool. Gun. Cool. It was a thing. We liked it. I hope you like it too. Please do not write in next week saying how everything ever all at once was robbed. Please do, actually. Just because I'll just delete your email. I'll I'll read it. We both have access to the email. Oh shit. Glass. TJ would have said a glass onion. Wait, did you watch Glass Onion? No. He hasn't. Oh, yet, he didn't watch it. But he probably okay. would have said that. That is a good movie. That was the other, that's the one I that's thought like was better third. than Batman. That's like my third movie. Yeah. I just yeah, I think with that movie, I liked everything except the ending. I like the ending. That was fun. God damn that ending. <laughs> Michael Bay showed up and was like, what's up? Hey. <laughs> uh, By the end, we got Game. Game of the Year. Of oh, the wow. Year. Okay, okay. Game of the Year. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, did you want me to go first? Uh, Yeah, because I went first for a movie. So okay. Go, yeah. So my runner-up, you'll probably never guess. Wait, no. I went first. No, okay. you went first for a movie. Okay. Bayonetta 3. Oh yeah, that came out like recently, huh? Bayonetta three came out, and I I gotta I gotta talk about this game because like n- nobody else I know has played it, or like if they played it, they haven't beaten it yet. And I want to talk about it. Oh my god! So, calm bro. down. Okay, calm down. Bayonetta three. Put it back in your pants. <laughs> Bayonetta three. I will. I'll, I'll run the caveat. It is kind. Of, it's the worst game of all the Bayonettas. Oh Jesus! That's all you had to but say. But if Bayonetta two, if Bayonetta two is a ten. And Bayonetta 1 is a 9. This is an 8. All right? 
it is still one of the best games. That's a great game. To come out this, it is a great game. It's a great game. But this game, bro, they they went somewhere that I didn't think they would go, and within the multiverse Bayonetta stuff, meeting up, bro, they they kill Bayonetta. I heard. Yeah, they they kill Bayonetta. So it turns out that the Bayonetta you're playing yeah. is a Bayonetta from the third multiverse. Yes. And the Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 1 Bayonettas are also in their separate verses, universes. Oh. So they're separate characters. That's pretty cool. Right? That almost makes me want to play the same. But this enemy identifies Bayonetta as like the the alpha Omega huh. connecting huh. all of the universes huh. together. Are you telling me? <laughs> Are you about to tell me this is Jet Li's the one? It is <laughs> almost so. Okay. No. So instead of instead of Jet Li killing all of his clones to make himself stronger, yeah. Um, the villain is trying to destroy all of the Bayonettas to make the to, for him to get power to rise up against the Umbrian witches. Oh. Right? And the Bayonetta is the, the the connecting line between all multiverses that is stopping him from doing this. I see. And uh, it turns out that that girl, the the punk rocker chick, she is Bayonetta's daughter from another universe where her and the reporter kind of bumped nasties and made a kid. I was going to say, who's the father? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. And... They they have ended Bayonetta's saga with this game. And that is why the new Bayonetta game, the Ceresa game, is a prequel to everything. Yeah, so like, I could have figured that out, but that's it's a really cool story. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty sick. It makes you want to actually go play the series now just because the story sounds cool. Yeah, and like even within the first two Bayonettas, like every they have somehow done crazier and crazier stories and still made everything linked together mm. so like bayonetta one is its own thing and then bayonetta two links back into bayonetta one in certain ways yeah and then bayonetta three links back into both of those games in certain ways because of the multiverse stuff yeah and it's really interesting writing yeah. for something that's supposed to be sexy which kicks you in the face the game mm-hmm. like way more than it deserves mm-hmm. um and I, I can't believe they Platinum took pretty much their most famous character, like, and decided to axe that shit. And they're like, it's time to move on to something new. Like about time, Violet man. will about time will come back. So I think at the end of the game, she does take the name Bayonetta. But she's not But she's not it's not Bayonetta Bayonetta. It's not Glass's milk mommy milkers Bayonetta. Yeah, it ain't right. Bayonetta Prime. No, it's not Bayonetta Prime. Yeah, it's okay. Bayonetta alpha Got or beta wow. beta beta netta beta netta wow. that's the one okay cool and i'm super interested to see where the franchise goes now because this character plays completely different than bayonetta one two and three like yeah. regular bayonetta yeah um it's not only i think put a very nice cap on this one character's story but also made me excited like even more so than like a Devil May Cry six for where the franchise is gonna go because now it's up in the air for something new and fresh and sick to happen. So it's not just gonna be like we're gonna shoehorn Bayonetta in like we shoehorn Dante in in Devil May Cry four, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna do something new. Mm. And sound it's 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 sick. It was a good game all the way through. The super interesting mechanics. You're it was like kaiju 
controller at some point. You could like summon dragons and shit. Mm. It was good. It was very good. I really liked it. Sounds cool. Uh, my runner-up doesn't have quite the the story of Bayonetta. Okay. Uh, because my runner-up is uh, a racing game. I racing. I played a lot of racing games this year. Okay. But the one that uh, really captured my heart, and it's probably come as a surprise because it was so long ago, but I haven't really talked about it, is Gran Turismo 7. Interesting. After seven years of development, this game comes out. PlayStation 5. The car culture game. And the car, like, and that is why I'm picking it because okay. it's, at this point, it is more than just a game. Like, yes, it's buying cars. Yes, you race around. And yes, I still think Gran Turismo has a lot of work to do when it comes to fun single player racing, career mode or like style. Or like their sim system, I guess. Yes. But when it comes to like everything else, when, because I, I play a lot of racing games and like, mm-hmm. but I play different racing games because. There's a specific feature to them that I really enjoy. Like yes. with iRacing, yeah. it's the competitive sim. Okay. Formula One is it's the only one that's it's F1, right? Uh, I like Assetto Corsa because it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But Gran Turismo is the only game that wraps everything together in a package that offers the most to anybody who wants to play a racing game. No matter the audience, I guess. No matter the audience. And throughout the year, every month, they've continually supported it to constantly give you more things to do, content to to, to experience. And it's just grown and grown and grown. Um, I was surprised and also not surprised that when I did like my PlayStation wrap-up, Gran mm-hmm. Turismo was the game that was on top in terms of hours spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I I think I had like 100. So. Oh, nice. Right. Um, and that game came out what mid year, a little bit later in the back like March. Yeah. Oh, so it came out it, early. It came oh, out early. I thought it came out like the mid. No, it came oh, out okay. early. Yeah. So, yeah, Grand Trezo is my my run up for game of the year. I think. Yeah, you guys know I like cars. There's just no way I was not gonna not have a car game. Yeah. And like, it's Grand Turismo. Love it or hate it, it is huge. And the thing about this game that I love the most was uh, it took the competitive steps from sport. That was what's called, right? Sport. Yeah. On yeah, and it implemented it here, and did uh lots of fun. Nice. So that's what I picked. Cool. Good job. Yeah. I I understand that pick. The yeah. fact that it's like this game to like, I thought you were me explaining yeah. why you like that game. Like, yeah. It's such a, like a hipster. Like yeah. I'm so deep into the car culture yes. type shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Like don't get me wrong. I really want to put Elden Ring there. Yeah. And Horizon Forbidden West was also a favorite, but if I'm being honest with myself. It's Gran Turismo. All right. Okay. Respect. Respectable yeah. choice. Respectable choice. Game of the year. God of War. God of War. It's God of Ragnarok. War. Ragnarok. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> wow. What a game. Jesus Christ, dude. So not only was that game like visually appealing, uh-huh. even on the PS4, at, like every step of the adventure, I I don't think I ever got bored with the combat. You know, you, that game's pacing is incredible. It's perfect. Yeah, like so many games either give you everything too fast or bleed it out too slow. Yeah. But God of War, moment to moment, always gave you something new. Like like they always dangled that carrot just far enough for you to touch it. Mm-hmm. And then once you got it, there was like another more enticing carrot. But interjected in between, they gave you like the the introspective stuff, like the father son relationship, yeah. the the rebellion of the teenager, yeah. right? And then the, it, 
wanting a, to become a man, yeah. wanting to become an adult. It's all mixed in with the with the Norse mythology and yeah. the, and the ongoing story in the background. Even the relationship with Freya, yeah, like it's wild. I can't believe that game is that good. I, I like. I'm still amazed at how good that game is. So, I said it on the podcast before. I think this is a better. I jokingly said like Dad Simulator. Yeah. Um, but like father child relationship type story, I think it overtakes The Last of Us for me. Like I think I like this story of Kratos and Atreus more than Ellie and Joel. I think I think I agree. Yeah, but I think it is it is a different story because you're getting like all the context of the first game, and there's more. Yeah, and it's 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 two different points. This kind of feels like what I thought The Last of Us Two should have been. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I understand that. It's yeah. the it's the deepening part of that relationship where you got the intro, you got the whole like we worked through a bunch of shit together, and we both we we're both kind of like broken, but we we solved it along the way. Yeah. And then where The Last of Us Two was like, no, die. <laughs> <laughs> the God of War saw that story to yeah. its conclusion. Yeah, and, yeah, and I like yeah. that. Like it wrapped it. Like it was just like. So what did you like? I know the ending was kind of controversial. Yeah. For like what people thought about it, but like, what did you think of the ending? Which like 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 the fact that I don't know how the how spoiler heavy do we want to be? Okay, okay. Because like there is, you lose a character. I thought it was it was great. I thought that was great too. Because like that's the like in the first game he's a boy. Yeah. In this game he's a young man. Yep. And the whole story is about that journey of like. Of, of adolescence, of becoming, of going from childhood to, to young adult. Finding new mentors yeah. outside of your family Absolutely. space, even if they might be shady yeah. bucks, right? But at the same time, it's the idea of Kratos learning to, I guess, let, I, the like, the most, the person he loves the most, like, learn to make the mistakes on their own instead yeah. of him yelling at, like... I don't know. I just thought it was it was very it was a very powerful story. Yeah, like he, it was like it was awesome. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of like cheesy to say, but he like broke the ch- the chains of fate. Yeah, right. Like the the game, they, and they keep making references back to like God of War three. Was it three where he fought the fates? Yeah, yeah. To three where it's like you can't change your fate, Kratos, and he's like, so, eh, watch me. Eh, yeah. Okay. Sure. I guess. Yeah. I've never done that before, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that one, that one like little thing with Mimir where he's like, uh, what did you, oh, I went back in time and yeah. fought my, he's like, you mean metaphorically, right? No. no. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole game is about like the, the big metaphor there is not just breaking the fate that they are destined to go towards on their adventure, but it's like breaking the, the cycle of, of like the thing you learned as a kid and how you grew up. You don't have to make your child do the same thing, yeah. right? They don't have to grow up exactly like you, right? And if you're unha- like if you're happy with that, sure, maybe you do want them to do. But if you're unhappy with that, like Kratos was, you you don't have to keep the cycle of anger, yeah, continuing. And the fact that they have him walk off screen, right, in that way, and then you're kind of left with like your new platonic best bud, uh. That's that is such a great way to to end that story. I think so too. Yeah. Anyways, it's got a war. It's got a war. That game's crazy. Yeah, it was. Which leads us to the best of the year. Oh boy. So let's go through the winners. All the winners. Hottest female. All right. 
goes to Marin Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling. I hate that shit. Our male crush goes to Brad Pitt. I love that. As he was seen in Bullet Train. Underappreciated was the jazz. I do. Jazz is underappreciated. The jazz masters, J.D. Beck and Domi. Hell yeah. Disappointment of the year, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. Just the whole thing. Damn. That's rough. (laughs) That brutal, kid. Late to the party, it takes two. Uh, Best meme, it's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. Hell yeah. Uh, the best surprise is Vince plays Marvel Snap. <laughs> yeah, not not Marvel <laughs> Snap. The fact that you played it. I can't believe how long I played it. God damn. You're still playing it, I think. No, I am. Uh, never got around to it. Anthony did not get around to Elden Ring. To Elden Ring. Uh, Song of the Year is Sideways by Carly Rae Jepsen. Hell yeah. TV show of the year is Cyberpunk Edge Runners. The movie of the year is Top Gun. And game of the year is God of War Ragnarok, which leads us to decide best of the year from all these winners. I can cut this down to two options. Okay. God of War. Yes. And Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Oh, we're thinking the same, huh? Okay. Like I, I can confidently take out pretty much everything from this list. I think you're right. I think it is going to go to Cyberpunk or God of War Ragnarok. The thing is... Which one does it go to? I think these are two very, they're surprisingly similar stories, but they're taken from very different viewpoints. Yeah, I I suppose it's the angle you want to look at because like Cyberpunk is obviously the shorter, more digestible package. Mm -hmm. But I would say Ragnarok is the better overall product. Like if I I had to, like if I had to, but if I had to recommend one to somebody, if you eat cyberpunk, it would be cyberpunk. Yeah, because because the problem with the Ragnarok is you kind of have to be pretty competent at video games, a- and you have to have played the first game. That's true. It does not stand alone on its like. Yeah, they have it, like a recap, but you kind of don't get the same. No, you yeah. like the power of the story here comes from the fact that you've been on the adventure from the first one, mm-hmm. and in some ways, like I don't know if we should penalize this because of that because it needs this qualifier. Yeah. But in other ways, like it wouldn't be as good as it is if it didn't have the qualifier. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't so, know. so like the thing when I say it's similar stories, like both stories are like of have of growth yeah. and uh, becoming a man and doing all this stuff. But where God of War takes the dad way, Cyberpunk takes the, the kid way. The the kid way, and it's it's too. <laughs> It's it's like the alt endings. This is this is like Cyberpunk is like path B. Yeah, this right? is like this man like he chose the dark path and he he followed com- it through. He committed to it. Yeah. to its bitter end. And and the fact that um they had they had this show like kind of commit the whole way uh is really it's, it's I guess not surprising, but I, I respect them for it of like we are going to take these characters you love and you think they're going to grow. Yeah. But the situation they're in makes it so hard that there's no reasonable way you would believe that they would make these situations. And so they take the path of yeah. of the dark side, right? Yeah. Whereas like if if our if our boy had a, a dad figure, if he had a Kratos in his yeah. life, right? And he did, that's the thing. It's just that his after his mom died, the secondary dad figure ended up being a bum. Yeah. Right. He went cyber psycho and he then a poor dad figure. And then like, so where Kratos is breaking the loop, this is cyberpunk shows the, the deadliness of staying within the loop. Yeah. Right. And even though he gets this cool little moment to pop off, right. Yep. He gets it. He becomes like crazy cyber. He does all the gravity shit. That whole last episode's awesome. He not only puts himself in danger, but he puts a bunch of people that he loves in danger. Mm-hmm. 
and he pays the ultimate price for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's also like just a fantastic ending to yeah. it, but just in a different way. It's more of yeah. a instead of sweet, it's bittersweet. Now, I have a natural inkling towards cyberpunk only because I love a good tragic, like good a good tragedy yeah. is is hard to come by. Yeah, but like that would be it. Like I don't know if I could say it's worth. Honestly, like I'm I'm flipping a coin on this one. I have it's so hard to pick. Do we have to give him the co- <laughs> do we have to give him the caveat Ooh. of like you have to pick the two or is he gonna pick his own <laughs> out of the list? I mean, he got we gotta play by the rules. I guess we gotta play by the <laughs> rules. Man's gonna say Pokemon. He's gonna say Pokemon. <laughs> Ash Ketchum. Goddamn. Well, he has to pick from this list, right? Or whatever the For fuck best he of the wants. Year. Oh, true. He can pick whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Goddamn. Man. He's gonna say. He's gonna pick Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. We can't decide. Both are. I just for before we get the final decision. Yes. Both are extremely good and deserve this award. I just want to say. Yeah, I agree. Okay, TJ, I'm handing the mic over to you. Sweet. Uh, All right, this is the best of the year. The best of the year. The best of the year. The ultimate award. All right. We've left it to fate. <laughs> How ironic. Ha, <laughs> huh, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to give it to Cyberpunk. Oh. Okay. Okay. I did watch it. It was really good. Wow. And I'm glad it ended the way it did. Same. Yeah, okay, cool. cool. So, yeah. Made this, made this decision much easier. Yeah, he did. Wow. So, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. Wow. Cyberpunk, yeah. Sugar, come back on top. That's great. Love to see it. Uh, Saving anime go. once again. There you go, God and that's me. it for the awards. Then, yeah, yeah. Let's go through all the the winners, and sure. we'll cap it off, and we'll 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 sign out. Sure. Oh, we also have our yeah. looking forward to stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we have. I, I got to pull up the list. I closed it. You got to no, have it. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So just to recap the winners: hottest female, Marin Kitagawa, Joseph Darling, male crush, Brad Pitt. Nice. Jazz is the most underappreciated thing this year from J.D. Beck and Domi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was the most disappointing thing of the year. Uh, it Takes Two was our Late to the Party Award. And Morbin Time is what we named <laughs> all Morbin year Morbin Time, dude. Um, surprisingly, Vince playing Marvel Snap was our winner. Mm-hmm. And Anthony never got around to playing Elden Ring. I did not. Song of the Year is Sideways by Carly Rae Jepsen, with our TV show of the year being Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Movie was Top Gun. Game of the Year God of War Ragnarok, and the best of the year Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Nice. Now this is the part of the show where you know we're wrapping up the year for that reflective time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Anthony, if you want to, if you had any reflections on the year that's gone by, things you want to talk about, or just like, eh, another year has gone by. Uh, I feel like I learned more about myself this year definitely like just my my job experience kind of opened up yep a lot about That's true me. working in corporate yep seeing life from from the inside oh, yes. right and um it's dumb it's it's real dumb yeah it's real it's yep, real yep. dumb uh but honestly i've had a lot of like honestly uh, like interesting like dates and stuff too oh of just like meeting people from like wildly different cultures oh i've seen right like i had i'm not gonna name names but okay. I, I remember i remember going on one day with one girl where with her cultures status was key it was numero uno oh yeah right and just like i i feel like i've had a lot of, wait what was the thing i was like oh yeah I, on our first date she's like how tall are you 
Mm. I was like six foot. And she's like, good. And I was like, uh, oh, or 183 centimeters. And she's like, good. Like the answer <laughs> was good. And I was like, bro, that like blew my mind. Right. Like that would n- never happen from someone who's like born here. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Uh, yeah. But they would never say it to your face. Really? Really? You think so? I think so. All right. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's just I, I feel like I've had a, a lot of cool experiences here, and it was it's a lot of like I was in areas and like situations that I normally wouldn't be in, mm-hmm. right? Just like the fucking the chadness of hyper finance yeah. people. Yeah, I I find the macro of that area so interesting, but I hate the micro, and like I do not fit in that world at all well i mean now you know yeah <laughs> i kind of want to go back though it's fun yeah it's kind of fun like i made some i made some kind of dark jokes to them and they like had never heard anybody say mm. anything remotely close to that shit mm. i think on like my my third week on the job i made a suicide joke <laughs> oh no and they were like holy shit like the elevator went silent <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i bet yeah <laughs> i bet uh and just like seeing how like just people different operated just gave me a wider I guess appreciation for how many different types of people and things and whatever are just there. And also like personal growth of like, I was able to get a job that I've been striving for, for a while to, for next year for, or this year, I guess as the recording. Yeah. Um, and like, it's one of those things where I, I'm a pretty negative person in general, but the fact that like I had a goal, I set the goal and I, achieve the goal yeah i just was kind of like oh shit i can do this like school is my the world is not the truman show and it's like (laughs) plotting against me at every turn right so i don't know there's a lot of like personal growth stuff this year for as like to hear even though it was like still technically kind of pandemic e yeah it was right yeah definitely here in the be definitely the first half definitely Mm -hmm. the first half yeah yeah what about you yeah i think i would say Honestly, this past year has been a whirlwind. I feel like there's a lot that happened, and uh, I'm drawing a blank. I feel like you did a lot of stuff this year. I I know I I, I did do a lot, and honestly, you I, I, I think it was like the excitement of the of things opening up again, mm-hmm. like and then just trying to get there. Like I wasn't able to like truly go travel. Yeah, but that's more or less because it was just insanely expensive, and I didn't know. And good thing you didn't, because yeah. you would have lost all your shit. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Right? All the fucking Jeez. airline stuff. God damn. That and, like, other countries with their different uh, protocols on yep. masking. When like, it wasn't quite set in stone yet. So I tried to do, like, a lot of local stuff. And yeah, but you're right. I did do a lot of stuff. I went out a lot. Um, you know, I I finally got off my ass and tried to go for another job. And, I and yeah, I got it. So it was yeah. sick. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. It was a... Uh, it was a, I would say it was a, a fun year, but I don't know if it was 100% the year where I was the able to do bits. everything I wanted to do. Okay. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, the, the coming year I, I will be able to, like, do more things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm pretty happy where, where things are at the moment. But, yeah, just looking forward to what's coming next. Um, and speaking of which, Paul did write in with a question issue on, and he, he does say, Happy New Year, gentlemen. Thanks. Firstly, I listened to last week's episode last week. So I appreciate the upload. Hope you all had a great holiday. As I recall, you guys don't do New Year's resolutions as they are just a bit, uh, as they are just an arbitrary date. Mm-hmm. But is there anything that you are looking forward to doing, accomplishing, seeing, etc. in the coming year? It doesn't have to be anything life altering. It could just be something that excites you. Nihon baby. 
Have you formally announced this? I don't know if I have. I think we've like you talked around it. You should probably tell. Yeah. Okay, listeners. Hey, uh, the future of this podcast is a little bit up in the air. Yeah. Actually, going into 2023, we don't know where this podcast is yeah. going. Yeah. Um, we've been doing this for a long time, and I got a job to teach English in Japan. Yes. You've been one. I remember like you've been one. Like since I met you, this is something, one of your goals. Yeah, and I've always been like fucked because of no uni university degree. Yes, and then the pandemic hit, and I was able to go back. And you finished, you got your degree. It. I speed ran that shit. Yeah, dude, any percent. Yeah, <laughs> and then I I had applied to this job, and like during the pandemic, and then they weren't hiring because it was the pandemic. Yeah, and they got back to me like mid this year. Yeah, like, you want to do an interview? Yeah, you want to do? You want you want the job? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm leaving in the beginning of February. Which is wild to me because I remember when you got the, con the confirmation, it was like September, yeah. August, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, ah, it's not real yet. It's not real. It's like, not real yet. You know, like, now it's real, I, real. There, There's still things that can go wrong. I'm like, no yeah. way. You're yeah. going. And now we're here. You're less than a month out and yeah. you're going. I don't know. But Japan might get an earthquake. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Until I'm in there, until I'm in an apartment. Yeah, I don't believe it. So I can't imagine that like there's anything more exciting for you than that. Like, yeah, it seems I'm, like I'm incredibly excited. Fucking pumped. I'm like I'm I'm that like no lie like I'm, I'm envious. Like it's sounds like a fun thing to do. Dude, just come over to teach. No, to visit. No, of course. Or teach, I, but I mean like the experience of teaching another yeah, country yeah. on your own. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, like that's an experience I wish I would have done as well. Yeah. Or like you know, I am definitely like if if you look at my life as a bunch of key points, I'm definitely yeah. like a gamer bum. Yeah. Like I live with my parents. Yeah. I'm in my thirties. Yep. But like Canada's so fucking expensive. Jesus Christ. Especially where we live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. You have um, a million bucks to buy a house around here. Yeah. That's average. That's the minimum. Um, and it's like the fact that I'm able to go somewhere and I can like finally live on my own. Yeah. To like do whatever I want to do. Yep. And it's exciting, it's, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's for a year. He says. He I says. I don't think he's coming back, guys. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, cause like I think the plan is like around the like the six month mark, I'll probably start applying for jobs here and there, and see what you come up and with. Just see what happens. Okay, because like applying for jobs here has just been such a nightmare for me. Yeah. Um, and just going with the flow, I guess. But I am excited for just a new start, and I'm excited for you. Yeah. Wow. Just show up. But yeah, you might not. I don't know what we're gonna do with episodes. Who knows? We'll see. Well, I mean, we still got a month to figure it out, but we'll we'll see. Uh, but yeah, anything else? Like any, let's say, smaller scale items or? Um, I think I'm going to make a, con I'm going to do the stereotypical thing and I'm going to try and make a concerned effort to be active. Okay. Yeah. Just like, just a typical New Year's resolution of I'm going to, I'm going to try and be more fit. Yeah. Um, I started a bit earlier last year or later last year, like in December when Blavin was like, just try and just consistently do some workouts. Yeah. Right. And I failed the goal, but it was more than zero. And I could tell that, like, when, when I did, did it, it, I was feeling better. Like, I got yeah. more into yoga again, so I was, like, feeling a bit more limber. Yeah. And for how stationary I am, I definitely need it. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's just, like, yeah, just some small goals. I think I got to set a goal of setting small goals. That's what I need to do. <laughs> 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 Where I always just, like, I'm going to go for the, the moon. But yeah. then you don't see any progress. And c when you're not at the moon, you're kind of like, oh. This sucks. Yeah. But if sure. I can set a goal to set small goals, I think a lot of that stuff can come to fruition faster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. 
How about cool. you? Uh, yeah, so New Year coming up. Um, I think one of the things I learned or one of the things I just regret about the pandemic situation is that unless my life is constant, like kind of busy by nature, mm-hmm. I do take time for granted. Like I thought that with the pandemic, with extra time, just free time, mm-hmm. I'd be able to do more of the things I want. But what ended up happening was like, I just got lazier. I think a lot of people did that. Right. And yeah, I guess that's normal. So for 23 with like, you know, I'm definitely going back to, the office mm-hmm. on more of a regular basis and having more of that pre pandemic life. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't like it. You know, the whole like commute nine to five, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But like, I do like having that. I like having, you know, a life where I want, have, I, I want to do a lot of things, but I don't have a lot, a lot of time for it. So I really have to pick and choose. Like it just makes me, I hate to say like be more efficient with my time, but it also helps me with motivation. Right. I think you're a person who needs pressure that you're right i do right yeah. like it, if i'm not under pressure then i literally have zero motivation to do stuff but also like i would normally would never recommend that to most people but no, you're i right. feel like you're a person who can who can like manage that pressure like you you can like see you're like all right it's a bit too much i'm gonna i'm gonna chill yeah right? for sure you know your limits yeah you know like i'm not i'm not the type of person who like i don't have like anxiety like or i don't get stressed out easily right mm-hmm. it's just I like to keep me. I, I like to keep all. Don't, that, don't get me wrong. I love to relax too, but the problem with this, like the past year, is Dude, we like to relax. I just relax. Yeah. Right. Like I just turned off. Dude, I relaxed twenty pounds I, onto my body. Same, <laughs> same, same. And like I, like going forward, like I bought a new bike. I'm, I'm picking it up next week, mm-hmm. but it's not a cheap bike. And like if I'm gonna ride it, I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna commit to riding. Like I want to be able to, you know, have the physique to match the the level of bike i, I know bro looking kind of swole already kid and that's not what you need to ride a bike <laughs> <laughs> true um, to be thin lean yeah so like that's what i want to focus on like my and and i guess my new year's resolution is very simple it's just to be more consistent with just stuff uh, yeah like if i want to you know exercise i will exercise but like too many times throughout the year the past year i just had gaps of nothing and then there'd be gaps or there'd be moments of just like super intense yeah yeah but i i'd rather i should make that more evened out right fair fair. but yeah that's like kind of like what i'm hoping for this coming year obviously i've been talking about how i bought a car for like a year Mm -hmm. i still don't have it so that's kind of like the number one thing i'm looking forward to this year are you gonna get it this year? I goddamn hope so. <laughs> you want me to go to the Toyota factory? You want me to... The ironic thing is, if you guys follow me on Instagram, uh, my girlfriend actually bought the same car and she has hers. Yeah, but she had like people on the. She knew a guy who knew a guy. It doesn't matter. She has it. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Like her turnaround is two months. Yeah, but she also has automatic. You're right. And Sick. the features. You just got the track car. I know. But anyways, like I'm looking forward to receiving. I hope I'm crossing my fingers by like March. I okay. have it or February. When but... you put it in a roll cage, kid. Take out the back seats, lighten up that car. When it becomes the, this is your track car only, okay, and right. I have and I have an SUV or something. I don't know to tow the car to the track. Yeah, something right. like that. But yeah, I feel like yeah, twenty twenty three. Just uh, I want to have a more structured schedule, and I want to be able to get out more and do more exciting things. Okay. TJ, you got any resolutions you want to share with the class? Yes, no. Teacher's like, I'm gonna embrace Apple more. I got the the phone, the AirPods, watch <laughs> yeah. it with the watch. I plan on buying a MacBook. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. No, this year I'm really trying to push into my career switch. 
So hopefully do something in software. Cool. I hope so. I've been pretty consistent. But yeah, other than that, get on my bike more. I can help you with that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I know. <laughs> and he's scared. <laughs> no, no, I'm not scared. It's he he keeps me accountable. Fair. We we really should just set up like a that's date. how you stay consistent. Yeah, we should set we up. Did it last time. Yeah, we, we did. did yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah, we yeah. should do that. This we'll do that this year. We'll we'll do something. Um, cool. That's about it. Neat. The other thing I, I was hoping to do this year is um I'm really on the consolidation front now where it's like I want to minimize on things. I haven't. You should minimize on your bike. Well, Stop buying bike. I shit. am selling one. True. Uh, um, Sell two. But uh, as you guys know, like I like watches. You do. I have more watches than I could possibly wear. That's not true. I have a watch box with ten watches, but the truth is, I only wear four of them. That's in there, and then I have like another ten that I can't fit in the box. So actually, over the break, I've been actually just selling them. Okay. Um, and just consolidating down, paring down. I the goal for me is just to stay within the limits of that watch box, not including my G Shocks because mm-hmm. I don't think those count. Those are in my head. They're like whatever. They're like yeah, candy. they're fun. Yeah, but like in terms of actual watches, like I don't want that many. So I am. I man, watch market is still on fire because I literally could sell these things for at least as much as I paid for them or more. Hmm. So it's pretty wild, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking of making a really big watch purchase with everything that I sell to consolidate, but I just don't know what I want. I'm trying to expand. See, that's crazy to me because yeah. I know you're leaving. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out ways to get more shit. Because like I'm, I'm, I'm taking my watches down. I'm trying to. I've also listed a lot of my other toys, like just to get rid of them. Oh, I gotta list my bike. Fuck. Right. Like I'm just trying to get rid of stuff I don't need. I I gotta spend time going through my closet, getting rid of clothes. I feel like there's too many. But you buy a lot of clothes. You're right. I do. I now finally have enough underwear to what? match the rest what? of my wardrobe. What? Yeah. What does that even mean? Before you I have... used to have to do my laundry early because I'd run out of underwear before I'd run out of anything else. Whoa. But dude, I remember at one point you only had like two pairs of pants. I still only have two pairs of pants. Oh, I guess you rotate with Well, I guess I have three now. Uh, I have three now. Okay. But pants you don't have to wash all the time. But underwear is a one time use. Okay, it's not one time use. Flip it inside out, true. Four yeah, times. There you go, yeah, man. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Turn That's around. Style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you're like, I gotta stay over one True. sec. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. One more, one more shit. I need to figure out a way to get more stuff and hold more stuff. Well, usually you just get more money. You convert that into stuff, and then you can take more money, convert that into space for the stuff. I think I'm gonna focus on the money part, and then I'm gonna do s- space for stuff first, mm. and then I'll get more stuff. Ah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I did buy some manga though on the hardcover sale. Hell Holy man. moly, man, bro, dude! Remember that 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 one about the the Roman bathhouse and the yeah. guy goes oh, back and I bought the omnibus. What? It was thirty percent off. It's the whole series. And How much was that? It was it was uh, it was thirty percent off. Off what? Of a hundred bucks. Oh my gosh! So it was like seventy bucks. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, the, I guess anything that excites me. I believe it or not, I am so pumped for the new Transformers movie. I can't believe you're excited. Like for you've listen, you've been fooled like five <laughs> times now. Like more than the Spider Verse movie, I am so excited for Rise of the Beasts. I know I shouldn't be. Please don't at me, but I am genuinely excited. You can you can take the the toys, or you can take the man out of the toys, but you can't take the toys out of the man. I know. God damn. God damn. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, just wait till you have a kid. Let's not go there. 
son, you don't want this Transformers dog shit, right? I, I did a review on it. I can't have a kid. You can have a kid. No. Yeah. Because then I can't have a cool car. I can't have an expensive bike. I can't buy cool watches. But you can have sick toys again. And the excuse is that you have a kid. I'm trying to consolidate. I'm not. You're going to consolidate everything except your toys. No, I do not want to. I'm not trying to grow a human. I'm trying to consolidate. If I could, I have to get rid of a human. True. Yeah. There we go. Based. Damn. Anyways, uh, I guess, is that it? Is there anything else you want to add on to that? I got nothing else. Cool. Well... We'll talk to you next week officially as the as the first show, show of the, the year. year, baby. Um, for how long we don't know. Ooh, how spooky! Spook. Actually, like when I was talking about like I don't know what to do. Like I started tearing up. <laughs> for what about the podcast? Mm. You know, just... a lot of people ask me what we're gonna do. What? Like Anthony's leaving. Vince, what are you gonna do? And I'm oh, like, like people. People always ask oh, me. Really? They're like, "What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? What am I gonna do?" I don't know. He's leaving. Yeah, we gotta yeah. figure it out. I don't stop <laughs> asking me. I'm good. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just talking. About, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, don't ask me. Dude, I'm gonna push these emotions <laughs> down deep inside and deal them when it's when it's when too it's late. Time. Yeah, okay? when it's too late. All, all right? right. God damn. Anyways, see you all next week. See you later.